Hello, welcome to the Role Playing Exchange. This is Adam, and tonight we are going to be playing Lever in the Ice, a Delta Green scenario by Caleb Stokes. And joining me for the first time are my players. Uh, I fucked it up. Keep going. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ben. I'll be playing uh, Dr. Caleb Cartwright. Awesome. I am Corey. I will be playing uh, DEA agent Alberto Rockshaw. Okay. Uh, I'm Nick. I'll be playing Professor Theodore Banning. Okay. And I'm <laughs> I'm Tony. I'm playing Abed Rob, a military intelligence officer. Awesome. Awesome. So I know two of you played Delta Green before. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes. Awesome. And we have some, you know, Call of Cthulhu experience in the midst. So let's jump right into it here. So... I want to give you, well, you're kind of in it now. I did drop this in the chat, or I told Nick to tell everybody. Nick didn't tell you. Take it up with him. Uh, I do want to give you a little bit of a trigger warning on this. I don't really particularly do these often, but I just want to let it be known that there is going. this scenario is going to contain violence and body horror of a, a sexual nature. So just want to let you know that I'm not going to go hog wild on it. It's not going to turn into, you know, human centipede or anything crazy like that. But, you know, <clears throat> if you happen to be driving down the road listening to this with your five-year-old daughter in the car, I would urge you to probably <laughs> skip. You know what I mean? So, let's do a little precursor here. This is our scenario um, setting here. It's the first week of January of 2010. An apocalyptic ice storm has struck LaFontaine, Missouri on January 2nd. An extreme cold front from the northeast caused a 30-degree drop in ground temperature over a matter of hours. Simultaneously, humidity reached 100%, and a thunderstorm blanketed the region. The rain, already barely above freezing, coated everything in a layer Upon layer of ice, roofs collapsed under four inches of four-inch sheets. Trees exploded as the sap flash froze in the trunks. Transformers shorted out and fell, flaming from their posts. Cars, not crushed by falling debris, skidded off impassable roads or just froze up. Flights in and out of the area were canceled. The governor declared the city a disaster area, but the ice and continuing winter weather prevented dispatch of services. Inside LaFontaine, a mothballed uh, green box, which we'll go into that in a moment, a storage facility rented by the Delta Green Conspiracy in the old days, sent off a silent alarm to Delta Green on the night of the storm. The contents of the box were never inventoried after the organizational restructuring in 2001, and the friendly caretaker on site is not responding. Delta Green doesn't know what caused the breach or what potential threats might now be afield. They need eyes on the ground. The nearest available operatives, you guys, each get a call from a, a known Delta Green case officer on the afternoon of January 5th. The call comes in the usual way, one of a half dozen numbers arranged ahead of time, but which frequently changed, the caller did his best to sound like he was confirming an ordinary dinner or business meeting. He gave you the time and the place, a private TSA conference room at the Lambert Airport in St. Louis, Missouri. 
at 11.45 at night. So it's up to each agent to make personal arrangements. So you can go into that in a moment and get uh, either a last-minute flight or drive if you're located somewhere near in the area. Whether the agents have cash or debit cards provided by Delta Green or you have to use your own money, you know, kind of up to me. We'll just say that with it being as quick as everything went down, you're going to get reimbursed, keep your receipts, but at the moment you're burning your money. Okay. And just to make sure we don't have any murder hobos, which is a nice uh, role-playing term. Traveling by plane in the U.S. restricts the kind of gear that you can carry. So, you know, federal law enforcement officers are allowed to carry their duty sidearms, but no one can carry personal weapons aboard. Delta Green agents are usually expected to equip themselves to suit the mission after they arrive. So, you know, your Barrett 50 Cal, Dr. Uh, Caleb Cartwright, you had to leave that at home. Yeah, it's, it's not with me. <laughs> so, uh, basically, just to give you a backstory in case any of y'all weren't aware of it, Delta Green was an official program in the government. Things went down in the 60s, 70s, I think, in the 60s. Like, they closed it out, but the program ran independently of the government. It was like a secret conspiracy. And, like, we called those old operatives cowboys back in the day. So, they would just, there was just a loose let. Loose affiliation of operatives. No one knew who was actually in charge. They would do these missions off the books. You know, no one knew about it. But after 2001, with the war on terror starting up with and everything, Delta Green became an official sanctioned government program again. So the Green Box, that's just storage units that was rented back in the day to hide very, very dangerous occultish kind of bullshit. So they had no way of, you know, it's not like Indiana Jones with, like, a warehouse with, you know, rows and rows of magical items and shit like that. They just had it at the local storage unit <laughs> kind of thing. So basically, the gist of it, there's one of those that no one's been able to catalog. It's went offline. And the caretaker who takes care of it, he's not answering calls. So, so how does your tell me? We'll start off here with uh, Rockshaw. So, yes, sir. Alberto, where were you, and how are you getting to St. Louis? Uh, I am on leave from the DEA uh, following an incident with Sicario. Uh, I live on the uh, El Sanyo. Uh, Indian Reservation with my live-in grand- grandfather. Uh, he's getting up there in age and he's a caretaker. Uh, I make arrangements with my old high school football buddy, uh, C, uh, to take care of him. Uh, I've got, you know, DEA business to go on despite me being on leave. You know, you're always on call. Uh, so I charter a, fl- a red-eye to Missouri. Um, I think, since I'm a federal agent, I do get to keep my sidearm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I've got a, I guess a nine millimeter, uh, just standard. Um, so sounds good. So how about you, Professor Theodore Banning? Yes. Uh, so uh, I believe we are still out for our winter break at this time of year. 
So I'm just going to uh, leave my dog, uh, D with my uh, uh, a colleague of mine from the university. Uh, and I will uh, see. I, sorry, I'm in Iowa. So see, I'm trying to do my mental U.S. geography. I believe I'll take a bus that's available to me. Mm-hmm. Like a Greyhounder in the middle of the night. Well, if you're contacted, probably an afternoon of January 5th from Iowa and all that, I'd say you'd almost have to take an airplane. Okay. I, 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 my mental geography is very bad. No, so, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll hop a plane then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't bringing a firearm anyway. So. Okay. And how about you, uh, Dr. Caleb Cartwright? Uh, I was still um, on from uh, some holiday time uh, back home in fall, uh, <laughs> just up uh, up a couple states in Minnesota. Um, got the call, um, took me by surprise, but I caught the first flight that I could get in. Um, made it um, pretty quick. I mean, it's just uh, that I was in between Minnesota and Missouri, so it didn't take too long. But I caught a flight. Um, was visiting my mother and brother, so it wasn't like I needed to pack heat with me when I was up there, so no guns. Okay. Um, but So I caught a flight. That's the okay. short answer. And finally, uh, I'm a, Tony, I'm going to butcher this for about 30 minutes until just, I get it Just down. call me Rob. Just right, call me so, Rob. All right, so Rob, how, how did you get there? Um, I have been stationed at Fort McPherson, the U.S. Army base in Georgia, and uh, as soon as I got the call, I was at home on the base with my girlfriend, who also works for the military. Um, and I took the basically a red-eye flight from Atlanta through military uh, military plane okay. as, as far as I could get um, and then escorted the rest of the way by the National Guard. Okay. It's funny that you mentioned the National Guard. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be jumping in on this, you know, in a moment. So we'll go ahead say that. Let's do a little bit of role playing here. All right. So we'll say that everybody is starting to uh, you, your flights. You, you're getting, you know, pretty close to 11:45. You're getting into the uh, the uh, airport. Uh, you go up to uh, one of the TSA agents, and they. You tell them who you're there to see, and you're kind of ushered into a, a conference room. And it's just uh, just the four of you all right now. It's a real small conference room, nothing big. So this is your all's first time meeting each other. So we'll play this out. All right, you fellas know what this is about? I have absolutely no information. Uh, not a clue. I just got the call out of nowhere. Hmm. You two are uh you two are military, are you? I am not. She nope. is though. The way she carries herself. So Rob, you military? Uh obviously. I mean it's fatigues. <laughs> you uh look like a <laughs> I want to say you're some sort of a professor, but maybe not the most perceptive one. Uh-huh. Um, is there, like, a place to smoke around here? I'd 
Can you smoke in an airport still? <laughs> Only in bars, man. Only in bars. And not I was like, is, is this still the night? 19- what the hell's happening this this country? Yeah. You know what? At 11:45 at night, <laughs> smoke them if you got them, Rob. <laughs> yeah, there's. I don't think we're gonna have anyone. I have the right to arrest whoever. I'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, you could, man. It was amazing. Like, but you had to smoke in bars. Like, I, like I was nineteen on pl- flights, and I would walk immediately to the bar. But I looked older than I am. I was, and I'd just order a pop and just sit at the counter at the bar and smoke a cigarette, and drink a pop. As long as you didn't purchase alcohol, they had no reason to card you, so you could get a smoke <laughs> in. Uh, so, what you guys are getting acquainted, you see. Um, a balding man, he looks like he's in his early 50s, got a heavy paunch, deep circles lining his eyes. He just kind of just lumbers in there like a buffalo, I guess you could say. You can, even though there's apparently cigarette smoke going on in the room, when he walks in, you can like immediately pick up this stale, you know, that nice stale cigarette smoke of somebody who's been smoking all day long. <coughs> he raises his hand up, he goes, all right, let's get this out of the way. Before 9-11, people did our group's work out in the code. Then they got reactivated. Then we got it reactivated or activated, depending on who you're talking to. But decisions were made during the, during the uh, transition, and that's kind of what we're here now. I didn't make these decisions. I don't know who did make these decisions, but they were made, and we're here. I don't know more. I can't know more. We're all here because we were the closest. I was the closest, you were the closest, etc., etc. I'm not going with you because I've been up for two goddamn days trying to find you a ride into this goddamn mission area. So sometime around, I don't know, 2002, some team or another was tasked with repurposing assets from an old group into the new program. At least one of the, excuse me, at least the ones we know about anyway. To my understanding, it was a cost-risk analysis-based thing. And with current budget, the current budget we had, some corners were cut. So they would tend to move the stuff to a new location and not catalog it or leave it where it was. And like with the intention of us going back later and picking up all this stuff. Some of these things were too volatile to transfer. I mean, there's tons of there's tons of these sites, and we just never got to this one. So, have any of you guys been to La Fontaine? No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, you, you've seen the news, no. I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Storm. Yeah. Bad one. Uh, completely frozen over. Storm of the right? century. So... This green box I'm talking about, located in La Fontaine, we had an alarm installed on the door. We had a friendly in the area for the utility company, guy's name was Skip Mills. Just keep an eye on the place. All we did, gave him a little bit of a stipend or pension, I guess you could say, and he would just make sure everything's okay. <laughs> he didn't even have a key to the goddamn building. He just would make sure that the damn thing was locked. We gave him some bullshit kind of story about counterterrorism on the storage site, do a forgotten country, you know, typical patriotic shit. And 
all this man was supposed to do was observe. And that's all he did, as far as I can tell. Uh, the idea was, again, we were going to come back in a few months and get the box. Well, it's been a few months. So the storage unit is at Earl's Rent-A-Space. It's unit 0171. I know. It's kind of it's kind of a clusterfuck. Like OPSEC's just out the window. We're just going so to clean So the spooks up. sent a suit to have us clean up their mess. Mm-hmm. Essentially. So horrible, horrible, incriminating, damning stuff as a, a regular storage unit in a small city. And you said it was a uh, Earl's mm-hmm. storage. Okay. Earl's Rena Space. And that is Earl's unit, unit 0171. Okay, Rob is uh, scribbling notes furiously, looking super nerdy right now. So, anyway, the site, which we designated GB Green Box 224, you know, offhand, <laughs> that's kind of, you know, out of character. There's 223 other ones like this, or more. So, the ice storm hits the city hard on a second. And our parrot box security system sends out a silent alarm to some place above my pay grade that reports a breach. I don't know who it goes to or where it goes to. This shit is so far buried in the shuffle that nobody nobody knows a damn thing, basically. This is just it's too antiquated. So we miss it. We miss it till January 4th. And that's when they drag my ass out of bed. So we have nothing on the ground in this location. I don't know if Mills was on silent was on the silent alarm list or not. I don't know if he's checked it. Whatever. All I know is I can't get him on the phone. And I can't get him at his workplace. But then I really can't get a hold of anyone out there. Like the phone lines are down across the entire city. Most of the cell towers are dead. Something like seventy percent of the buildings in this city are without power. And it's below freezing temperatures. Anyway, we're blind now. All we know is that the door to Greenbox 224 has been open for going on a week. We don't know what's inside. We don't know if this Mills guy is on the level. We just don't know. And that's what you guys are here to do for me today. You're going to find out. I've got you a ride on National Guard Disaster Relief Con... Excuse me. I've got you a ride on a National Guard Disaster Relief Convoy. It leaves in a few minutes. You're on an oversight group working for FEMA. Don't abuse this cover. It's a, the legend is paper thin, and I can't for the life of me really figure out how a, milita- a career military soldier, a doctor, a professor, and a DEA agent has to do with FEMA. So, listen. <laughs> if nobody looks at it, you're okay. You need to make it to where nobody looks at it. Just OPSEC, man. OPSEC. Um, so don't abuse it. Uh, but it's, it's the best I can do, guys, on a short notice. The paperwork's on the table. He gestures to, like, he just reaches in his uh, messenger bag and grabs a sack of papers and lays them on the table. Now... <clears throat> Sorry for the info dump, by the way, guys. I got some office space squared away for you guys at the City city Utilities Company. Fuck knows I spent enough time on the radio trying to find Skip Mills, which, who works for the utility company. So 
you've got a home base there. From there, I need you to go out and find um, this meals guy, see what he knows. Head out to the green box and inventory the contents. See if you can tell if anything's missing. And if something's out there, do what needs to be done. Text me if you need something, but keep those messages clean and coded. I'll do what I can from here on. But, well, there's 100 miles of solid ice around you in every direction and more alphabet soup agencies and media in the theater than you can shake a stick at. So don't expect miracles. Hell, don't expect anything. Might as well consider yourself on your own. So, any questions? Uh, What did you say your name was again? I'm sorry. I snuff out my cigarette as Uh, if I wasn't really paying attention. I didn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh-huh. You can call me Agent Hill. And, um, <coughs> Mr. Mills, do we know if he had any family? We don't know anything other than he works for the utility company. All uh, right. I, I we got an address? Yeah. We got an address. In fact, I probably, you asked the right question. <laughs> In fact, yeah, he does. Like, we do know he lives with his mother. I don't know anything other than the two reside in the same place. Anything else? Um, so there's not food coming in or going out really, provision-wise? At this point, at this point, listen, Delta Green is kind of holding the whole thing up. So, by... <coughs> There's relief going in. You're going in with the National Guard. Like so there's a there's a transport. Basically, they're loading it up right now. It's getting ready to leave in the next few minutes. You're going to be on it. You're just going to go out there with the National Guardsmen. Act like you're doing oversight. That's it. We're really as bad as it is. Like we can't we can't let anyone else come in there right now. So we're sending a small contained group in with you. They're going to take care of the, the human aid aspect of it. And then once you get everything cleared off, we're going to quit gumming up the works. And then, you know, we'll be able to finally get relief to these people. Understandable. Um, can we um, find some alcohol or something to take with us? I'm not running out of that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't be hard to requisition. Just keep it keep sort of way. <laughs> You requisition on the way to the truck from the <laughs> local liquor store. <laughs> well, you know, in these conference room areas, there's like, there well, there's bars at the airport, as I mentioned beforehand. Okay. So it, it'd be easy right. enough. Nobody, nobody's going to be questioning you. I will give you a bit it's of a medal of national security. I yeah. need all the jack you have. <laughs> uh, uh, j- just out of character real quick, uh, please ignore my coughing. Uh, we can just eat, uh, in game, explain it as I have a cigarette allergy and someone keeps smoking, but we'll just You're ignore my walking pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Brainiac over there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say Professor uh, Smarty Pants. Uh, yes, as long as you call me Professor, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, is this uh, smoke bothering you? No, no, it's it's fine. Go right ahead. Okay. All right. <coughs> mm. <laughs> <All right. laughs> nice. 
Ah, shoot. I'm just fine. Because I'm using, like I said, I'm using a computer. And I've also got a Microsoft Surface that I've got my notes on. So I'm kind of looking between three monitors and a tablet. So I'm connected to the mainframe. So, uh, well, other than that, listen, if you need a little bit of advice, it's definitely you guys that are not military. National Guard to be helpful to an extent, but, you know, they're not really going to take, they're not going to really be happy taking calls from the suits. So I would hesitate big time before involving them in this. Let them do their job and don't ask them for anything crazy unless it necessarily needs to happen, like, say, a carbine. I can't, okay. for, I can't for the life of me figure out why FEMA, a professor working with FEMA needs a AR. So, a bit of advice. Other than that, if you all don't have any, he glances down at look at his cell phone in his hand. He goes, if you guys don't need anything else, go rec- run, swing by the bar real quick. See if you can requisition your bottle, smoke it on, don't let the soldiers see. They got cell phones and they got loose lips like everybody else. And I said, call me if you need anything, but don't expect anything. Uh, before we head on out of here, uh, are the soldiers friendly? They are not friendly in the extent that they are not aware of Delta Green, nor should anyone by the end of this operative. So they're just... What the- they're friendly as like Americans, but they're you know. <laughs> yeah. Would they be a little more friendly to me since I'm in the U.S. Army? Yeah, what's your rank anyway? I'm a first lieutenant. I'm an officer, so. Okay. I think that would mean they're not friendly. <laughs> <laughs> well, any enlisted will give me respect. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, you you could you know pull to a degree, I guess you could say, but you're also not their commanding officer. So right. You know. Right. Give or take. Yeah. And you know what an uh, army stands for, right? It's... What's that, Corey? It's uh, <laughs> Air Force rejected me yesterday. <clears throat> <laughs> Rob uh, flicks her cigarette <laughs> but, and just uh, goes ahead and starts walking out the door toward the bar. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So let's go ahead and get this. And I'm, I've also noticed... Uh, my mother-in-law pulling in the driveway with my daughter, so I'll probably have to... Tell you what, let's just give it a... You could just take a few-minute break here right now. I'm going to have to kind of get the other girls settled down. I'll edit this out, by the way. Pause okay. her. Sure. So, uh, cool. sorry for the info dump. You could probably pretty much tell I was reading part of that speech from a page and stuff like that, but... That's all right. We're getting right cool. We've got enough info to work with. Yeah. We're going off rails. Do you all have any questions offhand? before we get into the thick of it. Uh, are we in one, uh, the the military escort, is that just, are we just like all in one like tr- Humvee or truck, yeah. or is it like a, yeah, okay, I'll, so there's not two. It, you are basically, and of course I'll say this when we go back on here with it, but mm. you guys are going to be traveling traveling in a Navistar Defense troop transport. Just, just okay. a big truck. It's loaded down with uh, yeah. relief. Uh, do we have like fake credentials as FEMA? Like, yeah, you have the paper thin, you know, cr- FEMA credentials that was provided. Okay. It'll it'll help out on like a like a glance, but anybody who really starts looking into you, it's, it's paper thin and 
they'll be able to a civilian, but not a government. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So I, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like, hey, I just happen to be a professor that also works for FEMA. It's just they believe I am a FEMA person. All right, guys. So back to it. So everybody gets their stuff, their everything they brought with them. You're escorted out into the motor pool area. The agents, um, you're placed on in the back of a Navistar Defense 7000 MB troop transport. This, this thing is stuffed with blankets, clothing, food. You're freaking <coughs> your ass off. You're uncomfortable. But the disaster relief convoy was the only military vehicle capable of getting anyone across the icy Midwestern plains. There's National Guardsmen. Running the uh, working with you know running the convoy. I know you guys are with FEMA. There's just a few minor words you exchange with them. You hop and you just hop in the back of the troop transport. You're also talking over top of a big diesel engine. So I would assume that unless you actually had anything you want to get off your chest in character right now, you're probably not going to be saying a whole hell of a lot. Uh, is it all right to? In game, shout like this on the recording. <laughs> yeah, I use something called a levelator, so it, it okay. pulls everything back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you're fine. How you guys want to play this? Do you want to hit his apartment first or the green box? <laughs> That's a good yeah. question. You need to tell the transport where to take you. So, you, you, things that you know of right now there's your home base, which is going to be a utilities company. Like they've got space reserved for you. There's going to be the house of Skip Mills, and there's also Green Box 224. Those are the three things you know of at this moment. So, okay. Well, no, I was going to say no offense, but Mr. Mills is not really my higher priority. My priority is the Green Box. Okay. That's what we're here to do. So, yeah, that is, that's valid. Mission, mission critical, and I'm freezing my ass off. So, uh, Doctor, do you do you have any objections to that, or do you want to go no, check out the? I am fine. Let's check out the site. First, first rule of quarantine is find patient zero. This is our patient zero. Let's let's go. Okay. So, you go ahead. You discuss it with the driver. You've, the drivers agreed that once they get everything unloaded. At the, uh, if you want to, you know, use the military transport, they the driver will take you to Green Box Two Two Four. So you okay. just got you, they got to make a quick stop first. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. All right. So this is the last bit of large text I will read to you through the entire campaign or ca- uh, scenario, not campaign. All right. So imagine this as you're pulling into La Fontaine. The briefing said LaFontaine was ill-prepared for the winter weather. The city had sowed most of its salt trucks and plows to keep from declaring bankruptcy during the recession. But nothing prepared you for this level of destruction. Nearly every road was blocked by felled trees. Phone and power lines dangle everywhere. A few emergency responders you see are still chiseling vehicles out of ice-like sculptures, and most who succeed seem to have impotently skidded off the road. So, bad. The majority of homes remain damaged and without power. The residents left to freeze in the winter temperatures. 
getting to a few operational shelters requires trekking on foot. So as you're pulling into the city, you actually see people slipping and sliding across it. Upon arrival, uh, these people, um, well, that's it. I'm just skipping ahead since you guys are doing something slightly different. So even after five days since this has happened, relief teams had made scant headway. There's a few major roadways that had been cleared and salted. And my wife just walked in and screwed me to death. I didn't. She was standing <laughs> behind me. Ah, let me say it. Even after five days, relief teams have made scant headway. A few major roadways are cleared and salted. The commercial and university districts to the south have power restored. Very little relief has come to the north side, the poor side of town, and as that convoy inches through. The north, La Fontaine, is the oldest part of the city, cut off from the rest by a moat of abandoned warehouses, rail yards, factories, and other remnants of the city's industrial past. The massive old growth trees dotting its residential neighborhoods cause more damage here than anything else, as you know, limbs fell and trees fell. The only lifeline south, the Zora Neale Hurston Bridge, remains <laughs> clogged, icy mess. It will be difficult to tell who needs help in northern Lafontaine. Only the locals can distinguish which homes were abandoned to the storm and which were left vacant by the real estate crash. Still, progress is being made. Operating out of the headquarters for the city utilities, workers are slowly getting Lafontaine livable. It appears that while the storm will certainly be expensive, none of the relief workers will be haunted by lost lives. It's uncomfortable, but patrols and emergency shelters are so far keeping those without power fed and warm. That's it. So that's kind of as you're going into the city, the convoy makes it to the utility plant, which is where you have your space set aside. I guess you guys are going to go ahead and stick with the original plan and <coughs> wait till they're done and then ride on out to the uh, green box. Is that correct? Yeah, that's uh, so. I'm by me. Yeah. Okay. So it is starting to time wise, like you you met up at a midnight, around midnight that night. Mm-hmm. We'll say near. Oh, I'm sorry, the child screaming. Hope it didn't pick up. Uh, They're cold and hungry. It's okay. <laughs> My children are fending for themselves <laughs> like wolves in the wild. Um, <laughs> we'll say that it's by the time you get there, it is seven, eight o'clock in the morning. So while it wouldn't have normally been that long of a drive from St. Louis, the weather has been a great impediment. So it's six a.m., seven. Let's say seven when you row up to Earl's rent a space. So, uh, were we able to sleep on the convoy? You tell me. Like, if you're freezing your ass off next to a loud diesel engine, what do you think? I mean, sounds like my kind of night. I like to keep it nice and uh, like 50 degrees with yeah. TV and fan on. So, <laughs> at this point, I'm not going to be a dick and say Rokon or anything okay. like that. So, all right, I got you. I just didn't know. <laughs> you, you got a little bit of shut eye on the on the flight. Okay. Cool. Driver pulls up to stop. You you know you hear it, like you're in the back of the truck. I guess take take their lead. Talk you. Okay. 
Um, well, ugh. like cramps stuffed in the back of this thing. You hear the uh, How about this heat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you hear the door to the the cab of the truck sh- uh, slam shut. You hear someone kind of slightly cuss a little bit, and you kind of hear something thump up against the side of the transport. You assume he kind of slipped and caught himself. And the driver appears appears at the back of the transport. It's like, well, I really don't understand what FEMA's doing all the way out here. Like, everybody else is back at the utility plant, but here you are. Um, You going to be a while, or you want me to head on back, or what? Uh, I mean... How far back is it to the utility plant? You say the way the crow flies, you know, maybe six, seven miles, but it takes a while for the truck to get to and fro. With uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so walking walking in this is going to be twice out of the question. Times as long. Yeah, well, yeah, at this point, yeah, it's out of the question. So, okay. so uh, I guess before before I do this, I, I got to go out of character and, and ask uh, something since, you know, this this is my – this is the uh, losing of my. I guess the, yeah. This is the first time I've ever played a game like this. I was going to make an analogy that was kind of obscene, but I'm going to back away from it. Um, <laughs> but so, if we've got a guy like, if in the scenario the, the character is um, complaining and he's like just a driver in the the big FEMA machine and he doesn't know, um, if I have a bureaucracy skill of fifty, can I like check that to? basically be like man we don't want to be here either we're just following our orders too and like blame it on other people and kind of persuade him that way to hang out and be cool is is that is that how you would do it i don't know if that's necessary but that's don't hesitate on anything like that i mean if you if you give me an option that doesn't work i'll tell you but that, that right there is a perfect example so if you wanted to you know pull bureaucracy if uh the if rob wanted to you know, throw military jargon. You got the way that I, I kind of like to do this is with your character sheet. Some sometimes it's a clear cut what the role is going to be. You know, and mm-hmm. then sometimes like you know, if you wanted to use, you know, say for example, you were running away. Well, do you want to use athletics? Do you want to use this, that, or another? You can make cases for other things that you have stats like. You know, points in if you tell mm-hmm. me how you're going to use it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah that's gotcha. fine. If you want to go for it, like if if you want to kind of cow this driver who's, you know, kind of being sassy, then go right ahead. Give me a, you're going to row 2d10 and okay. you're going to try to row under. Now, we're, we do crits. I, we do crit, crits with, um, uh, matching numbers so you know 22 33 44 55 those are your critical successes right failures are the past your threshold so if you have 70 in bureaucracy and you row an 88 you, you mess up pretty bad all right so i gotta get a uh, 50 or under to, to yeah. succeed all right and it's uh the first d10 is the second digit yeah all right, so, so yeah, just you just wrote a two, and then you know I'm lucky yeah. enough that I actually have dice that have a ten spot on it. But yeah, all right. Uh, but 
dice, my my digital dice roller has frozen. It's been so long since I've had Firefox open. Uh, yeah, just all right. So first D ten is a five, and second D ten is a seven. So seventy five. So that's a failure. Yes, but not a critical failure. So you you know you start swinging, you know, spilling some. You know, FEMA, they're like, we're doing our job. We've got to, uh, you know, check everything, blah, blah, blah. And he, you don't really back him off, but he just, he's this, you know, whatever man, and just kind of, you know, steps back. He goes, well, I'm going to wait in the car. Uh, you know, if I, <laughs> if I see anything, I'll honk the horn. But other than that, you know, just come on, come and get me when you're ready. All right. All right. Could I, uh, could I maybe try to persuade him? Yeah. To stay out. Uh, well, you don't have to persuade hey. him to sit out in the truck. Like, if that's what you're saying uh, out of the box. Yeah, he's already sitting out in the truck. Yeah, how many <laughs> National Guardsmen are there? It's just him. Everybody else. There was there was ten along on the trip, and they're all back to helping with the distributing the relief. Now, now, how high would my persuade have to be to Jedi mind trick to give him all of his... Uh, <laughs> Give us all of his weaponry. Well, I just rolled three zeros. Like, on my percentage in my ten, I rolled zero, zero, zero. So, so that's a ten. I'm just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Try to just reason with him. I'm just like, hey, man, so if, uh, you might be cold right now, but there's people out there freezing to death, and that's why FEMA's here. We get this done, maybe less people, you know, freeze to death. Or did you, why else did you join the National Guard? So... Yeah. So just be aware while you're in the truck. <laughs> and with that and with an actual military person or Rob sort of like if you wrote an if you wrote a ten, uh, you know, you kind of soldier, blah 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 like how would if you want to role play it out you can, otherwise Yeah, can sure. Okay. Yeah, we can just keep going because I mean my bureaucracy is sixty and I rolled all zeros, so okay. I'm not even gonna give him the benefit of talking. I bark an order and basically tell him to get this shit together. <laughs> Well, he kind of strains a little straighter, which also kind of throws off his equilibrium a little bit. And he kind of, you know, <laughs> like, you know, shimmies around a little bit. And, yes, ma'am. And makes it back to the front of the truck. So as you guys are exiting the vehicle, can everybody give me an alertness check? So you're going to, if you have alertness, which I think is uh, default. Think, mm-hmm. I've got, yeah, there's 20 default. Uh, mine, I've got 40 for alertness. Okay. I've got 50. Well. So just let me know if you make it. Twenty-seven. Wait. Okay. So I'm, I mean, I made it. Thirty-two. So I'm. I'm good. Twenty. So I'm uh, good. Sixty-eight. I did not. Okay. <laughs> so those that made it, I. It's kind of in the distance, but you hear, like, some strange hooting sounds. Just, I mean, it's it's real far away, and it's kind of echoing with the buildings surrounding and stuff like that. But you hear, and it's just. You can't exactly tell where it is. You don't know what it is, but it's it's a ways away, at least. Okay. Okay. So you are at uh, Earl's Rent-A-Space. Okay. So anybody going to mention the sound? or? Yeah, I was say, did, uh, did anyone else hear that? Nope. <laughs> What's an owl doing out weather like this, right? <laughs> that was an owl, right? what it sounded like. I'm, I'm not sure. We're in the middle Probably. of hell. We're in the middle I mean, of Lafayette. Is, have, why is there an owl out here? 
I, yeah, I don't. Uh, probably, probably nothing. Probably some equipment in the distance. Eh. I don't know if equipment makes a hooting sound. But... Uh, who knows? I mean, it's not my area of expertise. Um, but let's uh, just uh, let's be on our tippy toes here, and uh, uh, Rob, me, and you. Let's uh, let's let's be let's stand uh, up front and keep the uh, the two science boys there behind us just just in case. We don't know we're going I'm to. Not a science boy, but okay. I'm. You know what I mean. PhDs in history, but yeah. All right. Mm. Yeah, well, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> well, uh, but you're hey, who we got. I was I was nearby, so they called me. <laughs> uh, okay, Professor per- Perception, let's calm yeah. down. <laughs> All right, you're a science boy to me, Professor Banning. <laughs> so All right, face, Earl's real face uh, yeah. kind of seems like it's. You can tell by the signage on the area that it looks like it's open around the clock to those that know the key, or to go the code to get into the fence. Which is atop it is it's a razor wire fence, and you can see even from your your standpoint standing outside that you know the, each of the individual units that is making up this gigantic place has its own little padlock, and there's really no trouble for you guys to get inside the place because a tree has fallen down and destroyed half of that fence so you don't even need to get a key to go into Earl's storage you can just walk across there so all right well uh so you two uh military guys are you gonna stand guard while me and uh the doctor go check out inside or do you guys Uh, we don't know if this thing's been looted or what so i mean unless you're ready to to take down the purse no, I mean, I, 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 I am not one for a fight. I, I, mean, I think we should stick together for the time being and make right. sure this isn't just, uh, you know, someone saw an opportunity and popped over to storage shed. Well, okay. Best case scenario, that's what happened. Worst case scenario, I don't want to imagine, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm an investigator for the military. I'm I'm happy to do that. Um, but I, I'm glad that you're here in case we do see something that we don't quite understand. I mean, you do seem pretty smart, even if I am kind of picking on you a little bit. All right. Well, I was say, yeah, I mean, I do prefer to have someone with, with some military and firearms around me. I've had some bad experiences in my past where I didn't have the best protection. Uh, so if you guys want to all stick together. I'm going to go right. ahead and uh, draw my nine millimeter, my little standard issue. And I'm just going to, have it ready. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, are any of the other storage sheds open, or are we just walking down the road toward uh, our green box? So you can, what you see is, of course, there's a fence that was stored. You see the main office, and you also, it's just row upon row of storage. Now, you know that you're looking for storage unit 0171. Uh, do you see, um, tell you what, everybody else give me, give me another alertness check real quick here, see. Okay. Okay. 26. I got eight. Yeah, I'm good. 40, yeah, 48, I make it. I make it too. I made it as well. It makes sense that this place should have security cameras and that they also should be as obviously placed as they were. You all pretty much spot them when you walk in there 
it seems like you don't see any red light on them indicating that you know that they're active and stuff like that. But so you do notice as you're walking in that there are quite a few security cameras around the place. Usually, you know, seems to be one place enough to catch a storage unit. So you do notice that. All right. So do you want to go straight to the green box or? Yeah. Do you guys want to go to the green box or go check out, see if we've got possible camera footage from before, uh, uh, maybe in the main office, if they, they did catch something, it doesn't look like they're recording now, but maybe they, they were before. Which, uh, which one's closer? Do we just hit one on the way and go to both? Uh, you pretty much were going to be walking by the front office as you, you know, the fence didn't right. tear down the main gate to the place, but you know, it's just cut a left and you're, you're there. Okay, cool. The, there's no harm. Yeah, and yeah. Scoping. Stay along, stay on edge. And- Okay. So no separating the party so I could kill you one by one? Mm, nope. Uh, not, not, not as of yet. Okay. okay. <laughs> guns in the front, brains in the back. Okay, so... How yeah. about gun front and back and brains in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fun. Um, I don't mind to... Uh, I'll take point on, in the back, in the rear, if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'll uh, I'll lead on uh, toward the office. So she go okay. past the fence. You Watch your step. By the way, unless you're running, I'm not going to ask you for an athletics check for walking okay. on ice. You're taking your time now. If you decide to haul ass, then you're going to have to. I have, I have a bad experience with slipping under pressure, so. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a real small operation. It almost seems like. You ever seen those kind of compact, double wide trailers that are used for offices for like rent to own place? Like, you know, oh. paycheck. Yeah, shipping containers. Yeah. <laughs> It's not very big, stuff like that. It's, it seems like a front area receptionist sits there, and then there's a back office. Uh, the power is out here, but you okay. do, like, you see, like, pretty much you get up to the front door, door's locked. What do you want to do? You can just see, you can see the reception area as you peer through the window. Uh, you think we get a backup generator here? Uh, I don't know. Uh, if a place like this has it, I mean, I kind of doubt it. They don't. Who has SIG uh-huh. in or computer science? Uh, I do. What's no role, but what do you got? Number one. Uh, yeah, it depends a, on who's this higher. I'm a 40. Well, I'm a 40 as well. Pretty much you guys would realize that if you, if you're using the closed circuit television system, there's usually an APC or I think it's APC is what it's called, which is just a backup battery. Okay. So, okay. so you would assume that there's something like that on hand there. Is it interior or exterior? It would be it's interior. Basically, workplaces use those to um, keep everything going when the power shuts off. It gives you enough time to actually shut everything down. Now, with that being said. There's probably nothing to run the footage at your location if the APC is down. Mm-hmm. But it, it, there would have been footage recorded prior to the battery going dead. Okay, so we could pull the hard drive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, do you? Um, does anyone know how to uh, get this? Get us in this door? Or yeah, well, I'm a DEA agent, so I've I've broken into a house or two, so I've got a. That'd be would that be criminology? 
I would accept criminology. All right. Uh, I'm going to pick the lock. Okay. All right. Uh, and I roll 55, so I miss it. Well, we'll say this. You do eventually get it, but it's taken, it's taken quite a bit more time. So <laughs> you're, you're getting colder. You're fumbling with it. You can hear some exasperated sighs behind you. And finally, you do get it open, but you know it took it took you know a good ten minutes. Okay, I didn't see anybody else volunteering. <laughs> All right, um, you guys, uh, it's probably in the back office, don't you think? The security footage, or uh, does anyone want to in a building this small? Where else would you put it? It's not like it has a storage closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got to be in the office so uh at the front area you do see a little small countertop there's a small computer there obviously dead it's coated in shit in here heat doesn't seem like it's been running for well as long as the power's been off and you know in the back office when you walk in there you do see a computer desk uh you know you see a desk computer set up there and in the corner of the room you see another like it looks like a smaller it's not like a full size tower or anything like that, but like a desktop unit size computer and a monitor. Okay. So uh, does anyone know which uh where where the footage would be on one of these computers? Like which com- like Well, I mean it's just the hard drive. Uh both me and Rob got computer experience. I think between the both of us we can take both. Just the hard yeah. drives. Do you guys want to get the hard drive in the front office as well? I say we take it all. I mean, just to be safe. Okay. Yeah, let's just grab them both, just in case. So you've got a bag full of hard drives. So you've taken a hard drive out of the desktop in the office. You've taken a hard drive out of the um, one for this uh, closed-circuit TV, CST, I think is what they call it. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, you know, you have this receptionist. Okay. Uh, you don't really see anything. Uh, there's five there... in the corner of the room. And, uh, yeah. Well, anything in there is going to be Delta Green. It's going to be uh, paper. Uh, straw man, not straw man. It's, it's going to be fake. Something we, the conspiracy's placed. Uh, is there a guest book or like a itinerary on the receptionist desk of any uh, people coming and going? You get the impression it was digital. You don't see okay. anything of that okay. way. Okay. You guys want to head on over to the storage unit? I think we've got all the the hard drives and stuff that we need. All right, let's uh, let's try to push forward through this cold. Okay. So, as you make your way to Unit zero one seven one, it's kind of toward the back end of the lot. There is more trees around the, you know, exterior of the lot, and you can see where a giant tree limb. They had been growing overhead, stamped under the weight of the ice, and has caved in the walls and ceiling of Unit 0171. Uh, just standing on the outside, all you see is just a bunch of boxes. You see some plastic evidence bags. You see some iced over wood. You can also, on a uh, unit adjacent to Unit Zero one seven one. You can also see that there was a uh, camera angled, you know, toward that. Um, 
but what what is disconcerting, and I'm not even going to make you roll for it because you can see it, is my daughter. <laughs> She's there. Oh, oh, oh! Why, why is this small girl here? Let's get her out of this cold. Gosh, we got to warm. Here's the most frightening thing she's ever done to me. <coughs> I wish I'd recorded it. She told me when I picked her up from daycare one day a couple weeks ago, she tells me, she goes, Daddy, I had a dream at daycare. I dreamed the zombies came. And it's, imagine a five-year-old girl telling you this. And they took Mommy away, and you had to keep me safe. And it was like just the cadence in my daughter's voice and the subject matter and the fact that my little girl was telling me this. It was just like grabbing my heart like... Oh God, she's dreaming about the zombie apocalypse, and I'm saving her. She's shining. That's what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, as you make your way towards it, you're standing out in front of it. You can see all this. The more the disconcerting thing you see isn't really the breach from the that the limb caused on the building itself. It's the footprints that you see in the snow on the okay. outskirts of the unit. And it looks like next to a footprint, like I said, a footprint is, is it frozen, bloody vomit? It looks like blood, and it also looks like food. <coughs> it's just... You okay over there, Professor? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. It's just a little disgusting. This pile? <laughs> <clears throat> so, so, uh... Can anyone tell what that is? Yeah, I, I move to look at it. Uh, medicine 60, by, uh, science of biology is 60, so hopefully between the two, whichever one I roll is going to be mathematically. There's really, like, this is one of those instances where you have points in it. You have the you have the luxury of time as you do this. Like, it's it looks like blood. I mean, it, and you also can see chunks of what looks like food. Was in the midst of it as well. There's, you said there were some evidence bags yep. lying around. Well, the original orders were to see if anything's missing, but also to to categorize. So you're going to inventory <clears throat> what's there. So why don't we um, take a little sam- sample? Okay. Okay. Do we have I anything mean, to put it in? An evidence bag. Yeah. Do we uh, have one, Doctor? Uh, kit with you? <coughs> yeah. I thought I thought that he's well. No, I mean, I thought that in the description that there were some evidence bags, kind of. Yeah. Oh, there's out. evidence bags there. Yeah, you see evidence bags inside the unit as well. And it's not like the entire unit is flat. It's just yeah. when the limb when the limb came down, you know, it caved in a corner of it and broke it away. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's not completely out in the element. All right, I imagine we're – well, I don't want to stack evidence in these evidence bags and contaminate what's already there. I imagine we're supposed to get rid of yeah. so, uh so I guess one of us needs to start picking up bags. One of us needs to sample the blavomit. Blavomit. Okay. I'll, I'll work on the vomit. <laughs> so, uh, so is everybody going to work on inventorying? So it's kind of a helpless mess of trash bags, yellow file boxes, poorly labeled evidence bags as well. Um, is this the unit itself or just outside of it? Or has, has the unit been so been damaged enough that 
the contents, <laughs> even even if the unit's mostly intact, the contents are just kind of scattered, right? Yeah, it's been scattered uh, and exposed. So, mm, in, yeah. inside or outside the units, given, almost equivalent at this point. Given what you know about the program <laughs> and stuff like that, categorizing it would also probably entail, like, since you've already got space set aside at the utilities company, like, you don't want to just, like, well, this shit's here. Go off and leave it. So you're going to have to probably go ahead and load it up into the transport truck. Yeah, we don't want a repeat of the thing that's happening right now. Yeah. So let's, let's inventory what we got. Well, I'm saying, are we going to take it back and inventory it at the so yeah. we don't have to stand here in the cold? Yeah. Inventory in the warm. Or you could inventory it as you as you load it up right now. So, you know. Okay. And here's how we're going to do this mechanically. Now, you okay. just tell me, like, it would be more time-consuming and less time will pass if, like, say, two people were inventorying it and then, you know, the other two people were saying that they're just ferrying it back to the back to the transport truck. So, who's... Okay. Fire, fire bucketed. Who, who's the canary in the whale or in the mine, and who is going to be the pack mule? Um, I'll be a pack mule. <clears throat> I, need, I need to work out anyway. I mean, what do we need a what do we need like a skill check to figure out what the best what stuff matters in the inventory in the inventory stuff? There will be yeah. optional skill. I'll tell you this out of character. There are optional skill checks with what it is. You just okay. I will tell you what it is. You are going to basically if you're one of the people working this, you're going to roll a d10. There's ten. Like I've got set aside different ten different items here. That okay, we're working through. Um, how about I inventory? Okay. Right. Um, could I roll a quick search on the remains of the container to see if uh, there's any more evidence, maybe? Uh, well, you kind of need to get everything straightened up. To, you need to know what's there before you know what's missing, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, All right uh, yeah, who, so let's... Who's going to be the second researcher? Who's going to be the second pack mule? I mean, I've got a... I've got a search of 40 and a forensics of 20. I don't know how helpful that is. I've got really not as much search as, you know, forensics is handy and stuff like that. It's like you're getting a mixed bag of treats and you don't know how to plan for it, it's, essentially. Okay. It's just a mess. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's get a good, like, base log of all the things we're walking back, and then we'll examine them once we get to warmth. Because the longer we're out here, the lesser minds are going to be able to work. Okay. Yeah. So... Nick, go ahead and row me a D10. Okay. <clears throat> just tell me what. Uh, just. Okay. Zero. Okay, you got 10. All right, so. Oh, you find well. a box that contains family portraits. Uh, they, okay. Their medium varies from photography to oil painting to even sculptures. So, do you have anything in. Al- like you have alertness, but do you also have like maybe anthropology, archaeology, or uh, uh, my anthropology is seventy and my archaeology is sixty. Fuck, dude, <laughs> you, boy, you found a good one. Uh, you know, <laughs> you notice as you you're kind of you know you're picking these items up, put them in a box, you're getting ready to you know hand it over to Rob to take back. You notice that there eerily there's an eerie, eerie similarity between the images. Like the mothers look like time-lapse photos of the daughters so to speak even as the paintings turn from black and white uh, turn to from paintings to black and white photography it just seems like more like time-lapse photos the bust of the patriarch bears striking resemblance to the younger brother in another picture 
identical twins are abound. Nobody ever smiles. Um, if you wanted to, if, mm-hmm. I, if you wanted to know more about this, do you, if you do, you have art or history? You said I have history. You tell me. Do you want to? Do you want to just leave it as it is, or do you want to see? Keep you. Uh, I'd like to know more if I can. So as, uh, you're, as you're stacking these up, you're putting them in a rough chronological order. Okay. Uh, it becomes apparent that some of the portraits were taken simultaneously. You can see what you can pick out is like Italian or German brush strokes from contemporaneous uh, contemporaries in the art history. I mean, in art, uh, you can see that they've used uh, – the, these techniques are used to depict the families with identical features like – I guess what I'm trying to say is like you can de- you can tell when something is coming from like Denmark as opposed <laughs> to something coming from Verona. You and see, you said these look like Italian. Yeah, well, they're everything. Like you okay. see, you see, you see stuff. It looks like it's from the Renaissance. You see stuff. It looks like it's from like pre-Renaissance, Baroque. I mean, all periods, all art. You're going th- and like I said, some are paintings, some are photos. But as you keep going, like. You find two photographs from 1934, one of a family reunion in South Africa and another of a Sunday picnic in Louisiana. They're dated merely two days apart, despite obviously depicting the same people. And finally, as you keep going through this and you're getting everything back into the box, you find a pair of laminated FBI identity badges from 1992 that show a male and a female face that you've seen in every portrait dating back to the beginning of this stack. Their names, like, you can't quite make them out. Like, it's an older badge. It looks like you, you can see the name Peyton Hammond. You see that they're from an out like with DEA. Well, you don't know this. You're not DEA, but like so, that's the creepy. You have a DEA agent. So yeah, what's uh, what's up with these good genes? <laughs> so you have just seen, and I've just dropped my die. You have just seen something impossible. Paintings that date all the way back to you know hundreds of hundreds of years. It looks like the same people, and in different locations, but yet they're the same people. And they all look the same. Mm-hmm. Give me a one d three. The little triangle thingy. Okay. You can use them as cow troops. Uh, I got a three. Take three damage. Uh, three sanity damage. Boom. I rolled a two. Or is it just me? Or is it's just you? Unless you're sitting here going, oh, okay. "Hey, look at this!" No, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just looking at <laughs> looking at it myself. Okay. So, so I take three sanity. So we've already eliminated number ten. So a shaken uh, Professor Theodore Banning has just made his way back to you, Rob, with a box. He looks a little white. And <laughs> hey. I guess let's go on to our next parrot. All right. Or not parrot, or you know, canary. Who who else is searching? You've got uh, I'm searching. Okay, so roll me a D ten. I roll a three. And my search is... Sorry, sorry, sorry. You just do the ten. You'll get this. All right, yeah. I rolled a three. So you see files of Abner Libowitz. It seems like it consists... like 
just several manila folders. You see they, there's a bunch of maps in them. The maps appear to be yearly surveys of a stockyard district in Chicago from 1910 to 1924. Uh, you see detailed accounts of them that requires about two hours for a, all right okay i was reading stuff i shouldn't have read to you <laughs> so now basically so you see these stockyards um these maps and not maps well they are maps i guess of the stockyard taken between 1910 and 1924 do you want to go just like blueprints or yeah layouts do you want okay. do you want to go any further or do you want to just kind of box it all up and throw it away? Uh, I, yeah, I I note that that's peculiar. I want to come back to that, but I'm imagine we're freezing our asses off out here, so I'll examine that once we get to the office. Okay. So basically it's mechanically you guys are going to pick up 10 boxes whether you choose to see what goodies I have for you unless you know it's up <clears> to <throat> you. So all right. Okay. So, so you pass this off to I assume uh, Dr. Caleb, and it's mm-hmm. back to you, Nick. Okay. Am I rolling another D10? Another D10. Okay. I got zero again. We've already rolled that. Yeah. Let okay. me roll again. That was a three, which we've already rolled. Uh, let Damn me roll it. again. <laughs> Damn it! Another three. Hold on. <laughs> five. Okay. I rolled five. You wrote a five, okay? Yeah. You see a violin and a bow. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and take that back because I'm already a little shaken enough, and we can deal with that later. I'm cold and disconcerted. Okay. So, Are you okay? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be good. Just like, uh, I'm just getting cold out here. You, you need the a band drink? played on, on. Hey, Doc. <laughs> can you, like, um... All right, so Rob, you get to the violin and a bow, and I guess mm-hmm. you do what you want to with that. Uh, now going on to Corey, round two. All right, so and I roll another that? D10. That was five. Okay. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay, and I got six. Six. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see. <laughs> okay. Here's what you I like find. That. You um. <laughs> You see uh, a box with a bunch of documents, and you also see a metal box. Now, you see hundreds of yellow legal pads. And uh, if you glance through it, you see that they contain uh, detailed drafts of Escaping Altamira, an unpublished novel. By one-off 1960s literary star Ryan Whitehead, you hmm. see the papers seem to be smeared with moisture. Shifting through the uh, decades of drafts, you, as you you know, categorize and everything here uh, leads to White Whitehead's initial Amazon notes. And you also see a sheet of paper covered in blood. It looks like a suicide note. I can provide more. Uh, you also see there's an ammo box. You see Portuguese lettering. Uh, do you have military science? Uh, I don't. I just have. I have it at zero. Uh, I do have firearms. What about history? At, uh, history. Uh, I have history at base. 
Um, let's see. I'm trying to think what else that would fall under. Would I be by him? I mean, I've got history if I'm yeah, back we can say, like you know, well, I'd even say if it Rob's made it back by by this time. <clears throat> so, oh yeah, uh, I'm I'm good to go on history as well. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm. Yeah, I've got really high history. I don't have any uh, military science though. So do we have military science of sixty or history at like forty percent? I've got history of eighty. History. Yeah. You you pick like the different the the style of this. You, you definitely Portuguese lettering. You can you can tell that it's Brazilian nineteen sixties era. Metal seems to be a little bent also, and crushed from the side. And as you, as you know, you're kind of picking it up, looking at it. It's obviously empty, but you see thousands of tiny scratch marks on the inside of it. So, pile, like what I've got for you, mm-hmm. I got the notes, and I've got I've got the suicide note, and I've got the literary handouts. Now, rem- reminding you guys uh, not to put you on the railroad train, choo choo. And stuff like that, but you are mm-hmm. supposed to figure out what's missing if something isn't missing. So violin by itself, obviously, you can't tell. So, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? Uh, to quote Brad Pitt, "What's in that box? What's in that box? <laughs> well, nothing. The box is empty, but just scratches. Suicide All right, note, and you suicide note or what? Let me uh, let me glance at that there uh, blood blood note real quick. All right, so here's what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to ask Corey, if you don't mind, to read this for me. I'm going sure. to try to find the Skype channel. I've actually got uh, – god damn it, where is it? I'm trying to figure out how to actually drop a link in here. Hey, if you've got the, the Facebook page up, I'm going to drop the yeah. link in that. Yeah, that would be easier. Everybody can look grab at a it. phone. Sorry about that. <coughs> <coughs> So can you guys see that link I posted? Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll for narrative purposes, we'll read this. By the way, how's everybody doing on time? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I got all night, Bubby. Yeah, same here. It's only eight thirty here. Like the night is young, and I don't work tomorrow. So okay, Tony. I don't work okay? till three. I'm off for the next day, so I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have to work, but I don't care. Well, it's, trust me, it, I like. It's, We'll go. I look for this to be a two session thing, anyway, mm-hmm. offhand. So, all right. So, Corey, did you get it, or if, if somebody else? All right, wants yeah. To get it. All right. I've got the uh, note here. Um, looks like we got. I'm sorry, but things were too strange. I tried to write it down, but after each night dreaming in the jungle, the words never seemed right. I tried, but there's no getting out of the blood, uh, out of the blood and onto the page. I've hit the limits of fiction. I tried, and that's underlined. But there ain't nothing like the history of the world. Just more terror and different flavors. I tried. Really scratched up. But maybe it was an actual journalism on. Maybe it was an actual journalism on. No fiction in this madness. Maybe it will help someone at the end, if they end up real. I tried. I'm sorry. Don't open the box. Well, that box is open. Okay. Shit, guys. We, we've well, got the novel, right? You've got, you've got several drafts of the novel. Basically... If like for narrative purposes, I'm gonna go ahead since like out of character, this is the big clue you're looking for anyway. But I, yeah. so I'm gonna have to drop some stuff to you. So here is the first bit. This would be the 
the notes of Whitehead's Amazon trip. Nick, with uh, with uh, Professor Theodore Banning's knowledge of history and all that, you do recognize the name of uh, Ryan Whitehead. Okay. You remember he was a one-hit wonder, kind of like a contemporary of uh, Hunter S. Thompson in the 60s. He wrote a story called uh, uh, Golden Man uh, Man Jesus with the the Golden Arm. I'll get back to you on that. It's something like that. But, yeah, he was kind of a one-hit wonder. But here's the first handout. Sorry for the info dump. If we don't care, uh, Nick, can you pick? Can you read that? Uh, yeah, uh, the whole thing, or yeah, it's, yeah, you can. And if anybody's doing things on cell phones, I don't mind to jump in. All right. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to get this to stop moving around on my phone. One second, dude. I can do it. Like I didn't realize uh, you were doing it with the phone. Uh, it's no, it's it's all right. Let me see if I can. Uh, they sent me to the jungle to write about uh, a violent and uh, uh, cunty that of. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the word I thought it was. Okay, Violent and Cutty article about the Wild West. Come around the wheel of uh, history again, uh, stopping its unique uh, je ne sais quoi and yours truly with a compass needle pointed south to a frontier town called uh, Little uh, Altamaria. Altamira, I think. Altamira. Okay, uh, sounds good to old Ryan, I said. I'll, mom- uh, I'll momentarily grow... Uh, I've. I'd momentarily grown tired of wrestling with people in the, uh, my head, and it's a good plan to, in such a instances, to put some new folk in here, uh, filtering out the mundane ones and healthy doses of whiskey, of course, or some fermented uh, agave fruit accounting for local custom. Uh, apparently, the latest military coup wasn't uh, content with its 15 minutes of dictatorship. Them crazy damn Brazilian generals fancied themselves capable of man-sized Romanesque public works. Seems the psycho bastards are cutting themselves a road through the green hell alongside the river. The river. The Amazon River. Got everyone in on it. Government men whipping indigenous tribesmen and uh, brown proles with bulldozers for 12 hours a day or days of fest, uh, feverish bushwhacking. They got themselves a goddamn circus in the muddy wake, uh, in their muddy wake. This nomad uh, encampment called Little Altamira, as the road pushes through the humid jungle, uh, jungle, jungle stink and poisonous, or poisonous everything. The town follows behind, serving the workers with booze and drugs and the bodies of its women. Everyone hitchhiking along in the earth-moving spoonfuls of American-made cats and... Uh, Deuce and a half trucks. Deuce and a half trucks. Deuce okay. Half trucks. I couldn't even read it. Deuce. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was say the way it's handwritten like this. I don't know where the fellas got their energy for uh, that much shag. Myself, getting on the fucking plane to uh, Belém mm-hmm. would have killed uh, my grand ass, and had I not uh, been heavily fortified with a variety of chemicals. Law has no meaning out in the wilderness. Men are getting shot and left uh, on the, in the trail. They're paving the road to Latino modernity with the bones of uh, barroom shootouts and used rubbers. There you go. Like all good civilizations sh- should. It's the last of the wild places where man's leisure is dangerous as his work. And blammo, thought old Ryan here was meant to take a snapshot for y'all. 
and the plane is oh crap I'll give you a break and the plane okay. is coming over the basin now the muddy river cut, cut into the green like a smile on a horse face I've got my I've got to meet my guide Sergeant Tavares and get my pal Albert savored away additionally despite the watchful eye of those damn sadist editor the damn sadist editor so his friends come along with him with the editor we'll get to we'll get a bed on the local debauchery by point of contrast then it's off and down the road to the town of dreams the one that's never in the same place twice but always two lanes wide where we hope to meet men intent on fucking and drinking their way into places humanity weren't meant to tread illegible water ruined scrawl is there that goddamn cursed tupid dropped us off the road a goddamn marathon away from town look chief I know they're the rape in your land, but don't charge me for watching and expect a noble savage treatment in my immortal prose, asshole. Speaking of violation, my entourage of American horrors and heavy machine operators come across a strange sight as we humped over, humped our shit down the jungle road. I was just thinking to myself, this must be what the boys in Nam feel like when they saw the idols. The things were some seven feet tall and dotted the road like an attractions. The crew even blasted some of the things apart in their eagerness. The sight the sets my... Excuse me. The sight sets me to mind off Friar Karjave, whatever, and I can see why the old priest named it Amazon in 1542. The rock showed these great granite women with clubs attacking these strapping lads with such enormous and let me go ahead and throw the next link into the chat guys sorry for the huge info dump there's three sheets of this i'll keep going but like ben do you care to pick up with me? like when i <laughs> or ben if you're on a phone i'll keep going yeah i don't care i can read it that's fine okay. i mean I'm going to be curious what all this says anyway. I'm here you all reading this. Okay. We need to know. You, Conrad country. If you want to pick up just... to, uh, if you want to pick up on two, if it was plain okay. text, it would be easier to read, but there's kind of a cursive scrawl to it. Yeah. My, my phone keeps jumping in and out, zooming. Like I'm having to try and catch where I was simultaneously. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Let me see that note. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who was that voiceless person or that that bodiless voice just narrating all of that before me? <laughs> I think it was in your head. I don't. I didn't hear anything you said. Fucking cold playing tricks on all of us. <laughs> it was yeah. one of those owls. Not the owls. Goddamn yes. Timothy Leary. <laughs> These creepy journals. Something about the boys' equip. I'll, I'll read for a little bit if you can pick up on two okay. here. Equipment yeah. he don't have room for between his legs. So the Amazons were beating. Men had had gigantic phallites, I guess. Don't have room between his legs no more. Just drags a huge junk through the dirt while walking on his hands. Poor fellas, Pecker must have, must have crossed the weight limit for pleasure and into pain. The prehistoric ladies ain't having it no more. And these bastards so ugly, I can't says I blame them. Loyalties to a fellow brother be damned. The ones, they, the ones they ain't blasted aren't well preserved. And the floodplain, it seems, 
I can only glean the stone comic book on one, and all the likenesses of the fella love. I mean, excuse me. All the likenesses of the fella had their faces worn away, no eyes, just a big sucking hole for a mouth. Got to remember to call the museum down here before these savages bash the whole history, their whole history to hell and gravel and gravel. Excuse me. Could pick up with that unreadable uh, pages. Um, I flipped through. There's some stuff I can't read, and then... Oh, okay, here we go. I have to write this down. I can't make sense of it. We saw the smoke of the town a full day earlier than expected. The workers must have cut ahead by ten miles, which might as well be on the moon in the rainy season. Me and Kapchka were worried that they'd gotten sick of the nomad act and put down roots, which left a short jump to laws and culture and no story for old Whitey. Far fucking from it. We're no sooner inside of the tents when these topless women run at us with drinks in hand, titties flopping out, and all the men folk is half naked too. Whole place is recovering from a Caligula level orgy the night before. Three seems disappointed it didn't beat some record and is primed to try again. Makes me wonder now if anyone was left to actually cut the trees up ahead, little Altamira was too damned horny to move. Capchka hmm. and I ditched the uh, she-bitch editor and soldier to dive right in. We think we're big men doing it for journalism and the U.S. of A. and whatnot. Things get fuzzy, but it's about the craziest damn time I can remember having. Men and women trailing off into the woods to fuck, music everywhere, booze, drugs, etc. A real love-in. I lost my intended partner in a crush... This one senorita after another found my lap, fighting over me like a piece of meat. It was dr- as we drank in the massive, sweaty tents. Then the gunfire. Army men came out of the direction of the work camp, firing in the air. They looked beat to shit. Some were haul- hauling moaning men and impoverished stretchers. They were just firing into crowds on the street, and anybody fucking runs for it, anybody coming out of the woods, they all get stitched up. Then the ones with the machetes set up on the bodies. It's a fascist wet dream. Before I can pull myself out of shock, they start lining us up and take us behind the shed. I'm scared shitless already when their officer stalks out of the night. Hard bastards is more scratched than skin. He was bleeding from everywhere with these dead eyes. He cut himself somewhere with a shaving razor, looking each person in the eyes as he does it. About the fourth one down, he cuts his face. The girl in front of him, she gives this moan in response, a deep one, pleasant. And then she's being dragged out of line by her hair. The soldiers, they circle up around her in a C-shape, real careful to give us a view. And the ones not doing that form a line and cock their rifles. I'm pissing myself, staring down the barrels, begging in all the languages I know when I see the girl on the ground. He's still hot to trot, writhing around in the mud like a horny dog, fainting toward different men like she can't decide which one she wants more. Let me throw the last one up here in my Google Notes. So <clears throat> I'll take a crack at that. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, so Rob is like, what the fuck? And just throws the notes at um, DEA. Uh, Rockshaw. Rockshaw, yeah. 
Okay. Here, man, this is this is fucked up. This is uh, plum a plum apocalypse now. I just went to uh, cue the doors because <laughs> we're gonna hack this cow to pieces. Uh, <laughs> so they sent me the junk. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I'm a little shaky myself. Uh, but you know these gonzo gonzo types. Mm-hmm. They sent me out to the jungle to write uh write a violent and. Cont- I think oh, wait, you, that's you're just... looking at the wrong. Whoops. Did I put the wrong one in there? I've got the uh, I think I clicked the wrong link. It's That's me. Then El Jefe. Yeah. Sorry. Then El Jefe shouts something, and the guys start beating her to death with the butt of a rifle, with the rifle stocks. I see it, but El Jefe, he sees me. He's staring straight at us. He starts pointing, pointing at us folks in line, and then they open up with them goddamn guns each time. The men left of me goes down. The couple to my right scores more. Blood is pulling, and the trenches tracks left by the bulldozers all that was left was me maybe a half dozen others though i'm too fucking scared to count at the time there's an eerie calm between us and the beating beat up girls dying breaths and the sound of the jungle resuming then there's the rustling and the underbrush and a weird looking hooting oh fuck me did we hear hooting uh Uh, hooting chattering like bats it's bat country on a summer night Louder from every direction. Next thing I know, they're shooting again. But I've got time. Uh, but this time into the tree, screaming, Amante! Amante! Then some brute grabs me and runs down the road, sends us sprinting down the muddy road in the dead of night. I swear I can hear those hooting, bad noises as we rush up past us and run, heading towards the gunfire growing to the glow of fryers. Albert is already half back in the boat, leading on this time to catch it. Don't get out of the boat! Uh, don't get out of the boat! <laughs> what they said. His face is cut to shit, and he's got no answers for me. What happened? What the hell happened? Gives that old boy Conrad called it. He was right about the jungle, man. Wake up this morning and find Albert stabbing one of the soldiers with something. He held it in his mouth and went like a man with went at the man like a fucking woodpecker. The Brazilian that made made it back to the boat uh, with us uh, whipped themselves out in the crossfire, trying to hit hit him with full auto in the middle of the raging river. He came to me, then with uh, the thing writhing from him, I ended up cutting something. He ended up cutting something out of him with his da- with Daddy's Bowie knife. Albert fell backwards and overboard. Even in the deep water, the piranha made it, made his blood froth in the surf. Those who left threw their own dead and went to the fish. They didn't even hesitate. I was pinned under some luggage, and the thing was still flopping around. That fell out of him, around in my hand. I slammed it shut inside the ammo box. I could still hear it thrashing around in there. Maybe a doctor back home will. I don't know. Why am I writing this? The words can't cut it no more. So. Well, boys. <laughs> Jinkies. <laughs> so. Hooting. Hmm. And, uh, well, we got some kind of a devil sex bat on the run. Missouri. So was Branson. <laughs> Thank God it's not Branson. <laughs> you uh, have Yakov smeared off. <laughs> In Russia, bat. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys role play us out. You've just read, and that you tell you what, you've read his notes, and then you look again at the uh, the piles and piles of you know legal pads that are scribbled over, and you start to see that it's the same story. Being written over 
and over and over again countless times. Over and over again. And with each ver- each different draft, as you glance through it, it changes a little bit. I mean, the, the main the main thing is still the same, but for example, as like as you get toward the bottom of the sack and you kind of glancing through them as you're putting them up, and you know, El Jefe from the beginning almost seems like a psychotic madman, but it, toward the ends of the drafts, it's like he almost assumes a role of a Christ figure that is dying for your sins as he cuts himself to root out the infected people. So it's just that's what you got. An empty ammo box and a box full of uh, notes and unpublished drafts of a short story. Um, can I use my pharmacy to see if he was high as fuck when he was riding this is what I'm assuming right now. <laughs> Try to hold on to some kind of rationality. Well, it was the 60s. Yes, yeah. okay. So, he was done ganked out of his head on that wacky weed. But yeah. So... <sighs> It's all you guys. So, <laughs> oh boy, you guys want to get the rest of this back in the truck, and we need to figure out what to do about that hooting. Uh, should we follow them tracks? They're they're person sized tracks, right? They're like they're like a person's footsteps, right? Yeah. Person picks them out of a box, whatever the fuck yeah, it was. I don't. They're hu- they're human footprints. So okay. what what you have right now? Is the evidence that you've you've done? Uh, you also have the hard drives with the stuff from the okay. office, and you have the stuff from Ryan Whitehead. So, like, your options are, you know, we'll just say for the sake of time, out of character, you've hit the big clue. We'll say you mm-hmm. went ahead and we'll, you'll go ahead and box everything up. You seem to have found your vector, and you will categorize the rest of it at a more convenient time. Yeah. So you could either, you know, you need to go look at the footage and you also need to figure out what that hooting is. And you also kind of need to get a better idea of, you know, who was in there and what has happened to them and why is there blood there and what was in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? (laughs) Okay. Um, Does anyone need? Oh, to, do y'all need to take a break or anything right now for restroom or anything? Um, okay. I could, I could use a use a restroom break. Okay. Pop out for like five. But, yeah, I'll tell you what, let's we'll do, we'll do a five minute. I would like to continue forward. You've hit the big info dump on it, so it's okay. like it's gonna be picking. Up, we're gonna be picking up pace quite a bit here. So. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna be more proactive going forward. So, uh, uh, but yeah, let me pee. <laughs> so everybody, be back in five. Sound good? Yeah. Sure. Awesome. I'll be right back. Goddamn hooting. Fucking hooting. There's more in the bottom there. 
It's also the uh, Summer Shandy, if you like that. It's a watermelon beer. If you don't like it, yeah, if you don't like it, you can get rid of it. I was I surprisingly really liked it. But if you don't like it, it's okay. Yeah, it's I think just Corey. <laughs> just Corey. Okay. That shit's fucked. Has anyone taken a, a a nip off of uh, Rob's flask yet? <laughs> uh, I think everybody. I'm going to pass that around to everybody. Okay. Oh, because we're being method. Let me grab my bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> How is it? Uh, I'm finishing the oh, last okay. this one. I'm going to actually grab a beer. It's actually surprisingly good. Which one? It, uh, the, the watermelon. watermelon. I know, right? I also have a Sam Adams in case you need that. Just on earlier. I am a Sam Adams fan. I'll, uh, what, what we got uh, drink-wise? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I have an entire fridge full of ran- rando beers. On your person? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I keep it in a in a pouch. <laughs> a, fr- a fridge in a pouch. It's uh, bottomless bag. All these beers taste like red wine. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, not to bet a game this too much. I want to throw the box at the doctor to see if we can ascertain what kind of rat monkey we dealing with. <laughs> I'm back. If you guys want to keep going. We've all taken a nip or two off of my flask because we're freaked the fuck out right now. Uh, is is Ben back? I'm good. I'm here. Okay. Okay. Doctor Cartwright. So Every time you say that, I think of Ponderosa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Oh, and so I giggle. That's a shitty restaurant, Nick. But the you know, bonanza. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I'm gonna kill this right one. I'm probably gonna call him Cowboy. A bonanza with my so, dad, and already thought of that. So <laughs> I was like, I got my name off of like the side of a book that was near me, like just before it. <laughs> like I don't know, I like the name Banny. It was. I like it. It works. Yeah, I mean, I and this was out many me. months ago. So <laughs> many, many months ago. Oh. All right. Um. I think Nick and I are actually going to maybe lose a little bit of sanity because we can hear each other and then we can hear each other again. Yeah, that's a sanity check on our uh, mental echo going on. But, but on the, maybe that's what the damn hooting is. Uh, uh, metagame sanity check. Metagame sanity check. <laughs> so, uh, any, uh, so as we get back into it here, looks like, so we'll just say that you box up a set of carvings. You see... You, Bucks up a really long list. You're just kind of glancing through it. You feel pretty confident in what you have. Uh, you see some weird decorative boxes. Um, you see some stuff in cellophane that you're not looking too close to. You see a, a roto pr- a roto print plate 
like for like rotary printing press kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You see some climbing gear. Kind of burns your hands a little bit when you touch it, but you go ahead and wow. put it up. Like not like what? froze, yeah. but like, I don't know. It, just, it feels you're, you're something's thinking, off. Yeah. It might be uh, something to keep in our pockets while we do this, <laughs> just um, for warmth. <laughs> you see, well, well, it's we're a, trying to like pocket warmers. Well, what you what you did pick up was there's a rucksack and you know some nylon cords, uh, seal skin mutton, um, like mitts, uh, and a uh, pickaxe that's covered in a long like black ichor. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But so uh, that one felt kind of weird in your hand, but you know, I'll. So you tell me what you're going to do and what your next step is, and as as I try to figure out what cartoon my daughter wants to watch, I'll, I'll still be listening. So <laughs> okay, I say we uh, uh, our two brains take uh, take all the uh, items we found back to the hotel. Uh, the most pressing thing is going to be going. Uh, uh, going through those hard drives. Uh, what's self-service like? Self-service is great. <laughs> I think it's down. I think all the. I tabs. think everything's down. Well, self-service is spotty. It's not completely down. Spotty. Okay. Mechanic- mechanically, if you're going to make a row, I'm going to ask you to row a D10, and you can mm-hmm. give me odds or evens. And if you get it, then you have service. So you okay. have. It's kind of like when you go to Rep Arena for, you know, Scarefest and you're trying to use the Ah, cell there's phone. too many people. Yeah, not enough access points and too many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Well, our main mission is containment, correct? Yeah, categorizing and containment, and we can go ahead and safely assume that you've, you've found your vector. You've categorized some of the stuff, so, you know... If somebody, if somebody wanted the options that you have presented, like somebody wants to hang out at the uh, at the safe spot that you have at the city utilities, you know somebody can categorize stuff there. If you want everybody, you know, you can leave that, and then you know you still got to look in the chip, you still got to look at the video footage, you've still got the weird hooting, and yeah, so that's that's pretty much if, if uh, I'm remembering correctly, that's your options. We have- so yeah. video footage can be checked back at the safe area along yes. with categorization, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And we still um, have a we still haven't got a hold of a skip. That's a loose end. I don't like leaving that running around. That's um, yeah, uh, but I don't know if that's priority number one. Well, by the time that you guys have done this and read through and categorized what you have, we if we started at seven, you're mm-hmm. nearing around lunchtime. So it's okay. been several hours. Okay, um, so, I mean, what's the plan? I mean, I'm not the military feller or lady here, so. Mm. I mean, I think we all need to warm up a little, obviously, but I'd like to, I feel like we definitely need to try to find Skip, but we also need to be cataloging this stuff. What about the hooting, though? I mean, more concerned about the trail of yeah, the trail of blood vomit is my uh, I yeah. containment uh, priority one. Is that right, Doctor Cartman? Right, Cartwright. <laughs> sorry, um, it's cold. <laughs> it is. It is. I want to be in the warm, but we've got 
this we we've got this weird mystery substance and footprints and a journal entry that would seem to indicate that whatever was in the box can take hold of people and I'm worried that I know what that we know what happened to Skip now. So I'm I suggest our uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, I, yeah, I suggest our next point of action is uh, we send uh, the prof and the doctor to the uh, safe zone. And uh, Rob, if you think uh, you can power through a couple more hours, let's make sure this isn't going to. Whatever this thing is, it's not going to jeopardize uh, containment or human life any more than it likely already has. Absolutely. I mean, I'm used to working long shifts. So I'm I'm fine going back to catalog. Uh, we'll and check the video footage. Yep. Okay. So you make your way back to the unnamed NPC driving the truck. I assume give him instructions that you want to go back to the city utilities. Okay. Uh. uh uh, Rob and uh, Rockshaw's just staying behind. Yeah, to follow the follow the footprints. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Doctor Carr and I are gonna yeah head back to the truck. Um, yeah, if you wouldn't care uh, well, to take us, it's it's kind of impossible as you start to do that. You know, you can follow them up to the fence where the where everything was tore down and everything like that. But once it gets out towards the sidewalk. You can follow them for a little bit, and then a combination of slush on the sidewalk, and like they kind of stop, and they don't occur anywhere else. So you're assuming that at some point in time there was a vehicle there. So you know even before they get pulled out and all that, you can kind of ascertain that whoever got there left in a vehicle. God damn, this trail's gone cold in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, sir. It's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you guys want to go either check out, um, the guy's house or go down the street to investigate that hooting? How, uh, can, uh, with the wind, can we place where the hooting's coming from? You haven't heard it anymore. It, you've mm. been here for, you know, hours. going on, you know, four hours yeah. almost. And it was just, it right. occurred when you got there and... Yeah, I, I, the coals, the trail's probably gone then. We, All right. Well, our uh, our best bet is to check out what happened to our contact, but we still need to know that security footage. So uh, I suggest to modify our original plan. Uh, Rob and I go uh, visit Skip, make sure there's no uh, sex bat, and uh, <laughs> you guys uh, inform us whether or not that is a sex bat. Okay. So we'll go ahead and do this then, narratively speaking. We'll say that you'll have the deuce and a half uh, transport truck uh, drop you off in the neighborhood of Skip and then continue with the rest of them, if I'm understanding correctly, to the city utilities. Correct. Yes. So who's who's going to the house? Rockshaw and, and Rob. Okay. All right, so we got the two, we got Team Gun, Gun Team, <laughs> Team Gun, and, and Team Brain is going back to the safe zone. All right, awesome. so, nerds. Well, okay, we'll go ahead and start this. 
I want to pick up with Rob and uh, Alberto, and then we will go back. I will kind of. Okay. I want to. I'll bounce between the two scenes. Okay. Okay. So. going. Truck pulls up. It's it's kind of hard really to get into the residential area. It's like a subdivision kind of set up in this crappy part of town. Like if it's a big ass truck and you're not going to get it in there, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to drop you off it toward the the beginning of it. You have uh, it was provided to you by Agent Hill that you met with, but you have uh, the context address for that is Mister Rob, um, not Rob, excuse me, Skip Mills. You have his address, and I assume like anything you're going to do before you all take off, like truck stopped, like the your coworkers are um, in the. We got our. Uh... We got our guns and uh, got as much sleep as we possibly can. So, uh, unless you got anything, Rob, um, I just want to make sure that I have a little satchel with my files that I brought with me. I'm just gonna kind of, you know, keep that handy. But other than that, I'm I just want to kind of look around the outside of the house first, so we know should we run into anything. You're not a great I just wanna... away from city utilities. It's just a few miles. Like the main. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they, right, the um, truck could be there quick enough. All right. I'm gonna flash the driver one of those uh, my eyes, your eyes, motions, <laughs> and uh, he knows what's up. So I say we just go knocking around this house. All right. Sounds okay, good so to me. Truck leaves you. You make your way through the dilapidated neighborhood. Uh. Doesn't really. You don't see any lights on. You don't really see any sign of anybody around. Here, so much. Nearly all the residents on the block seem to like they're, they're foreclosed. You see windows and doors that are boarded up. You see realty signs in the front yard. Um, and you finally make it to the address that was indicated to you as Skip's house. It looks like a two-story house. You know, two-car garage. This is a one he shared with his mother. Right. A little um, better than I expected. Doing, we both do pretty well in bureaucracy. I also have uh, human intelligence. So, who wants to knock on the door? I mean, I can be bright and shiny, right? And uh, I'll look well, over and make a like forced smile that looks really <laughs> awkward. Uh, uh, is there any indication that there's no indication that their lights are on or anything? No. Like. Mm. You just see, I mean, it's, of course it's daytime too, You don't, but you mm-hmm. don't see, you know, any indication that anybody's in there. All right. Um, <sighs> you know, I say we do this Occam's Razor. Uh, this man's not answered repeated calls in a very important matter. And uh, You're law enforcement, hell, I'm a, right? Yeah, I'm fed. So I'm going to slam on the door and tell him to uh, inform Skip Mills. Mill, is that it, Mills? Yeah, yep. Skip Mills. Skip Mills, that this uh, DEA open up? No, nobody answers. But as you're not, as you pound on the door, you can tell it wasn't completely last. As you, you hit it a few times, and it creaks forward about an inch. All right, eyes up, Rob. Guns out, just in case. <laughs> okay. So, right. um, yeah, stepping through the threshold. Oh man. 
it's hard to believe that it's too hot when you've been sitting there freezing your ass off outside. But the first thing that hits you guys as you walk into the house is just this heat wave of, like, it's a heat wave of <laughs> heat, I guess you could say. <laughs> Whoever is in here has got the heat cranking full blast, and it's just running nonstop. You can even... Yeah. Uh, you can hear, like, aside from like the slight hum of a refrigerator in an adjoining room of this house, you can also just hear the furnace kick, like, running in the basement. And that's so. First thing, heat. Second thing, uh, I, I need um, a sanity roll. Just give me one d three, guys. See uh, you. D three. Uh, four. <laughs> I have a D three. Oh wait, I have a D four. So we'll go with four. I mean three. We'll go three. Okay, so take three sand damage. What about yourself there, Albert? I also rolled a three. You have never seen anything like this, and this is really, you know, you've worked some rough stuff in DEA, but you've never seen anything quite like this. Everywhere you look, it's porn. Everywhere. Like, Jesus. Like, you see magazine pages that were ripped out, like, ripped out and taped, plastering, like, the surface of most walls. Like, everything. Even from the little ads in the back of the book that is offering escort services in Las Vegas. Like, they've taped up everything. You see pornography playing on the 45-inch TV in the corner of the living room. You see an iPad that was on a table, like uh, sitting on a coffee table in the living room. It's playing porn, and it's just not, it's not like a specific porn. It's, it's all porn. It's like, you see, it's like, it's, you know, it's, you know, hetero, it's homosexual, it's everything. It's like, it's, it's non-specific pornography that's taped on the walls, everywhere, like you're hard pressed. The only, the only semblance of a family normal life that you see is on the fireplace mantle. You see a, a couple of photographs that are in frames and stuff like that. But everything else is just it's sweltering heat, and it's the skeeziest porn you've ever imagined, just plastered on the walls. Okay, I'm. I like whistle low, like, and uh, damn, this is worse I'm, than the barracks. <laughs> well, uh, I've seen some stuff at the cartel, but uh, I think old Skip might have had himself a little bit of the sex bat. Just if you know what I mean. A little. Kind of an organic decayish smell. Mm. This heat is really bringing out. But on the mm. ground floor. Kitchen, Fluids. living room, half bath, I mean full bath, excuse me, just pouring on all the walls. I mean, um, I'm not an expert or anything, but god damn. Yeah, I don't, uh, Ugh. it's bad. <laughs> Things yeah, are bad. Like, I don't want to touch anything <laughs> either. I don't, we got, uh, we got a, you got a, uh, 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 some gloves. We, we got gloves. We got gloves. It's cold. Yeah. We got gloves on, right? Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, that's just more like to keep myself okay. Uh, so, I mean, all right, we got a, a mom, a son, and a 
a, a, a physical terabyte of porn. Um, so yeah, I'm going with uh, Norman Bates. And you've also uh, got the horrendous, organically decaying smell. Uh, uh, oh, God. Uh, um, uh, you want to check the base? Well, let's see. We, we said we got like an iPad and a laptop all open. Yeah, yeah everything's streaming those. porn. And um, there's nobody on the ground floor. Like it's it's pretty well wide open when you walk into the ground floor. Anyways, like you know, living room, kitchen, bathroom. You can pretty much see it, but there's also stairs leading up. I say we uh, go ahead and take the um, take the iPad and the laptop. Uh, it's probably just. I I'm more concerned that we're not going to get anything of value on it if it's just just if this man. Cut and pasted all of this porn. I I almost doubt that any any bit of memory on any of that that stuff isn't going to be anything but just just CP and everything else. Yeah, but wouldn't it be really funny to make Professor uh, Perception uh, look through all that? <laughs> no, I don't expose anyone else to this horrible, horrible flesh den. And uh, there's a warm, warm, wafting smell from the basement, so uh, it's we... It's not the basement, it's upstairs. Oh, oh God. Um, so, should we... Uh, do you want to poke around uh, downstairs or upstairs first? Cause I really don't want to, but I feel like we should just... Let's just do it. Let's just get it over with. Let's just do it. All right. Um, Rob and I, I creep ahead. up oh, after you. I was going to say, I go ahead and slip the iPad into my bag and just kind of, you know, slyly. Okay. If I need to roll a stealth, I can do that. Okay, so... Yeah, so you're wanting to... Yeah, roll stealth if you oh. want to try to stealthily make your way up the steps. <laughs> no. <laughs> 79. Board creaks. Alright. Yeah. Mm. I, I trip over myself. Yeah. You hear... You hear it sounds like a couple of steps upstairs, like, you know, on the floor, kind of hollow. Uh, I ready my weapon in case something came down the uh, stairs? Uh, you don't see anything yet. Okay. Um, let's, uh, let's check our corners and just uh, breach and clear. Okay. I'll take left, you take right. Alrighty. So, yeah, we're just, uh, Alert, uh, cautiously walking up the stairs now. We're made if there is something up here. Do you have human? Any, any Corey? Yeah. Uh, you, yes, you I have 60. What do you guys have yep. human, guys? 60. 60. 60. What about criminology? Uh, criminology uh, is 50. You're, you're kind of building a profile as you've went through this house. So you make it in, obviously. You see, you're just... Pornography everywhere, but it just—you get the impression it's like this is like a cage, like 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 a sanctuary. Like this is Skip Mills. He's not been returning calls. He's not been returning anything, and it's just—I don't know. You're you're getting like this isolationist kind of feel as you look through this stuff. Like his porn cave, so to speak. You know what I mean? It's like he yeah like, contained himself. Yeah, that's a cocoon of pornography. So um, 
how long could uh let's see with my uh human intelligence do you think i can kind of ascertain how long this obsession has uh, plagued mr skip you can see, you both you both have human at least 40 right yeah, yeah. we have 60 okay you can kind of see as you went through the house like the ground floor and you're making your way up it just it seems like Things are becoming more violent. It's like the ground floor is... You can trace its descent into madness through the layers of pornography, if that makes sense. So, Mm -hmm. um, as you make your way up the stairs, you start seeing it become more violent. You see a lot of fetish, like whips and chains and blood and stuff that... We're not going to kink shame anybody here, but definitely more the alt kind of aspect of it here. And so your vanilla is downstairs, I guess you could say. And mm-hmm. as you go up, it's getting more specific. A tower of pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like snuff, snuff films and stuff. So real alertness, both of you. I'll check with you other guys in a moment, too. Okay. 17. Uh, 58. I do not make it. I'm too distracted Okay. by boobs. So Boobs <laughs> everywhere. You miss it, Rob, but Corey, you see, like, you hear a door creak open upstairs on its hinges, and with that, was cut over to Team Not Gun. Nope. <laughs> Team brain. Team brain. Team brain. All right. So, guys, you pull up. Uh, the utility truck pulls. Uh, not utility. The uh, troop transport pulls up to the city utilities motor pool. So, there's the main parking lot, which is kind of small because, you, you know, you're not really expecting tons and tons of people to be at the city utilities. Mm-hmm. And then there's the part around the back of the building where um, – you know they're parking. They're parking the equipment, the ditch witch, the the trucks that go out on runs, uh, the bucket truck. You know all that. You're parked out there. Um, you see a small trailer, kind of set aside from the main building, and then you see the main utilities building. Okay. And you also. Uh, the parking lot has been cleared of a thick coat of ice. You can see that a lot of effort's been put to it. So the parking lot, I mean, there's some black ice on it and all that, but it's nowhere near like everything else. You see a bunch of large command tents and diesel generators, uh, heating, um, kind of put pumping power into the building, like the surrounding buildings and the equipment they're using out in the parking lot. Uh, you, you see a squad car parked out there amongst the rest of the utility workers. You can kind of see someone that looks like a deputy talking and waving his hands furiously with a um, looks like a utility worker. Like one of the guys in a hard hat. So okay. that, that's your scene. So what are you going to do? Alright. Um, uh, do we know uh, where our setup area is? Mm-mm. Like That's designated for us? No, you do see a couple of National Guardsmen kind of moving stuff around too but no you just you just know that you need to like 
if you check with them, they'll designate it. You haven't been towed. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll go ask the National Guardsmen where we're supposed to uh, where the uh, 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 we're supposed to set up our uh, area. They redirect like hell, man. I I check with the front desk. I I, I don't really know. Check with them. One of the uniformed <laughs> NPC states. Oh hey, I will go and now check at the desk. <laughs> all right i know I, I took you through an unnecessary step you're good all right the city's utility that's the way things go yeah true i, I don't want to like it's kind of like a dog you know it's like i don't want to let you know you're on a leash but it's like ah, get back here yeah, yeah. So now I, I mean hell uh the last game i played i we uh we uh Yelped restaurants in a town, so that was the thing. <laughs> we we got off track quite a bit, you so it's playing, it's all right. You were playing Caligari then on that one. <laughs> no, it was the, the uh, first uh, last things uh, last. The need, yeah, last things last. So, uh, so utility building is clogged. Like you, you make it up to the front, you can see a bunch of vehicles lining like the okay. parking lot, but you also see a lot of footsteps. It looks like people have been walking through the snow, like. You know, it's not. <laughs> you could you could tell that people have just had to walk here. It seems like. Um, yeah. There's a bunch. You you open the door. It's just jam packed. This is one of the few places you've seen around here that actually has electricity. Uh, mm-hmm. You're greeted with complaining customers that are basically going into their second week without electricity. They're all packed in the lobby of this uh, utility <coughs> building like cattle. You see an yeah. overworked receptionist. You talk, please, please, please. What, I take a number, take a number, and so you know you're sitting there with twenty or thirty people, receptionists, yeah. and then there's you. Uh, so, uh, can I use uh, either bureaucracy or human int to like kind of go ahead and ask her like, hey, I understand. You know, we've got a lot of people hey, like take standing around, but. Buddy. Well, Mushroom credentials, Nick. <laughs> says no voice anywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say I, 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 fl- I, I want to flash the badge real quick. Like, hey, I understand you're really busy, but we kind of need to get set up. We're here to help. All right, so, like, are you going to row anything with flight? What badge do you have, Nick? Uh, Last I you- checked, you were a professor. Didn't you give us some badges? I, at the- I gave you a cover story. I'm if, sorry. If you, need a, if you need a badge flash, I mean, I'm a CDC agent. If it's yeah, good, he's with me. So, <laughs> so I, I mean, I've failed one bureaucracy check tonight. It might not go too well, but... I can, I can talk and he can show a badge. I've got... <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you what. Why don't you roll that bureaucracy, and if you succeed... You like whip out a badge real quick, and you don't like give anyone enough time to see that that doesn't have anything to do with law enforcement or like what the fuck is the CDC? Is it, is it my is my like uh, staff ID for the university? <laughs> so, if a successful bureaucracy check, you bullshit them enough when you whip out the badge that you don't okay like relay. So thirty two. That's uh, that's under. I've got, but he's the one with the badge, so. Oh, I'm, all, I'm I'm also good. I got a 41, so I'm under. Okay. okay. So ro- for for Corey and Tony, why don't you role play this out? How are you going to How are you going to bullshit this one, guys? I would love to know. 
Uh, we're on a staircase. Uh, miles away. Yeah. Uh, but they want to know. Like, yes. Uh, ben, well, you're the one flashing the badge, so. Oh, so I'm just going to wait. So I'm uh, role-playing. No, I'm, no, 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 Cole, you're not. Yeah. You're this just is, an audience. This is okay. Dr. Cartwright. He's flashing the badge now that I've asked him to do. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we, we had a lot of names flying there. I was like, wait, who's talking? Yeah, Dr. Cartwright is flashing the badge, and he's going to BS us a story real quick to get us past this line. <laughs> yeah. But... No, I, out of character, I do want to tell you this. You know you're supposed to be doing this OPSEC thing. You know that Delta Green doesn't exist for the common person. So, yeah. it's yes. like, you know, if you yes. depending on yes. what you say here, I may have it bite you in the ass later. Just a fair warning. Yes. <laughs> it's like Fight Club. Yeah, you, you don't, don't talk about this. Is, this is deep covert ops. <laughs> I mean, you're CDC. You can just... Yeah. Hey. Go 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 ahead, I, Dr. Cartwright. I, my, yeah, the... <laughs> Yeah. Um, listen, ma'am, I understand that that there is a huge line, but I want you to just take take a look. We're official. I'm here representing FEMA. I'm with the Center for Disease Control. With all the power out, we've got a lot of medicine, a lot of medical shortages. The hospital still hasn't got power. They need people. We need to get set up. And I know it's a lot of stress, but can you please just point us in the right direction, and we'll be out of your hair for the rest of the time. You know, I was going to be a dick to you said the hospital. So that makes sense with CDC. So we'll we'll say that nobody's being too scrutinous about that. <laughs> Receptionist, is, listen, listen, just head in the back. You need to speak with uh, with Ta- with Tammy. I mean, Tanya, excuse me, I can't read. You just need to speak with Tanya. Like, like she's the one that's kind of worked everything out with the government. She, she, they were expecting you guys with the soldiers. Uh, when the National Guard came in, just like yeah, just head on back there. So she like blindly motions for you to step around the desk and go into the the hallway, you know, behind the reception area. A couple of people like, man, what the fuck, man? But you know, <laughs> you just kind of <laughs> Nick clings to the side of the uh, CDC agent. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, everyone. Uh, official government business. I've been waiting here for five hours, you motherfucker. God damn it. All right, so you... you... There's something wrong with the water? <laughs> we'll get back to the... We'll we'll go a little bit further, and then we'll get back to team uh, gun. So you you go down the hall. You take the second door on your right. Uh, see uh, on the... You know how like they have name, names and titles above doors in some places and stuff like that? You see one that says Tanya. You walk in there. Uh, you see a rather, uh, to use a word that my grandfather would use, so, so you guys are all Kentucky people. You ever heard someone say they're frazzled? Yep. Yes. Yeah. She's frazzled, the best you can see it. She, a uh, very tired-looking woman, looks like she's in her mid to late 30s, um, unwashed hair, just... just between talking on a, you see like a Bluetooth kind of headset. Well, yeah, no, probably not even a Bluetooth since it's like company phone. It's actually like, like call center kind of like tied into a desk unit and stuff like that. You see a woman working. She sees you walk in, you're dressed up in a suit and stuff like that. She goes, Oh, uh, 
one second. I'll put you in. Uh, I need to put you on hold, sir. I, I, yeah, I, I know. I know. I mean, we're working on it. I'll be back in just a moment. There's just, uh, I just need to check on something real quick. Uh, Thank, th- thank you, sir. Thank you. And she hit. You see her hit the a button on the phone. You assume is hold, and she says, "Headset down." Say, oh, can I help you guys? Uh, yeah, we are with FEMA, and we were wondering, uh, we were told that there would be a space set up for us, uh, to where we, you know, start getting, uh, you know, everything ready to distribute, uh, anything we need, uh, medicine-wise or stuff like that. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, we, we have an office that's kind of clean, it's kind of freed up just recently in the back. Uh, yeah, you, you guys can feel free to use it. Uh, what's your human at, guys? Uh, I am 50. I'm 30. Both of you kind of, you can tell she's uncomfortable. Like, yeah. she, when she, like, is business till she started talking about the, the office in the back. Uh, I mean, do you want to sh- show us to the office or, like, just point us in that uh, direction? Yeah, I, I could I could do a stretch of my legs just a bit here. She stands up, stretches. You hear audible pops. She's been there okay. for quite a quite a while, and she's leading you down the, through the rest of the hallway to an exterior door. Can I clarify that I am walking behind her? Yes, <laughs> you are walking behind her. Okay. Coward. <laughs> There's no voice in Yes, particular. letting letting the um, letting her proceed forward towards this office. Okay. Hold on okay. one second. My daughter is going to bed. I need to give her a goodbye kiss. <laughs> one <Okay>. moment. Aww. <laughs> Don't be a dad. Is she in a, like, FEMA tent? Or... <laughs> I kiss my, my two-year-old I know. daughter. And then I'm going to go, all right, now back to the porn. Like... <laughs> <laughs> back, to the, back to the sex hole. <laughs> so... Are you guys going to talk to her as she's walking down the hall, or are you just going to kind of just follow? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, this has been stref- stressful, right? Oh, Jesus, you have no fucking idea. I mean, pardon yeah. my French. I mean, what are you guys all having to deal with? Like, I mean, we just got here. Well, but I don't... on top of the biggest natural disaster to ever hit the great state of Missouri, oh. like, <coughs> we're, we're, I mean, it wouldn't say we're understaffed by – but we're understaffed by the fact that there's more that our staff could handle. And then, like, my boss, like, he hasn't been here for, I don't know, three or four days and stuff like that. And, like, he's going to lose his damn job if he keeps this up. I haven't – so it's just – I mean, we can't we can't reach him. We can't anything. Actually, uh, actually, you're – like, we're, we're putting – since he's not here, we're just putting you in his office, this best little back trailer. Oh. Uh, and who who's that? In case he stops by the office, like well, that way we'll oh. know he's official. I wish he'd stop by the office. Skip Mills. Okay, yeah. Oh. We'll 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 mm-hmm. yeah we'll we'll let you know if your boss shows up. What thickens? He says he was sick, didn't feel good, but I mean. Oh, so you guys have talked to him? Uh, he was in here four days ago. Four days. Oh, okay. He looks sick, but I mean, like, fuck, you can't, like, this is the biggest thing you've ever, like, I don't care how pained of an expression he had on his face. Like, you got Have you guys had any other sick sick employees since then? No. 
No, everybody. Okay, just, just him. I mean, if you go in the break room, you can probably catch a utility man or a couple of the employees probably trying to catch a nap between shifts. Like we're we're literally working around the clock, doing the best we can. We've went. Yeah, I get that. We've had to like the receptionist's husbands had to come in to sharpen chainsaw blades. Like he didn't even work for us. Like that's all he's doing all day long. Like we're. Oh, I'm sorry, but it, she you. Step outside, the code air assaults you. Uh, she checks the door, it's unlocked, she steps away on that little, like, you know, small trailer outside the utility building. Well, here, like, I would tell you to call if you need anything, but honestly, you're better off just walking in. But, I mean, you, you do your FEMA thing. We got it from here, okay? All right, well, I appreciate all your help. Okay, awesome. And. I really feel like I should go a little bit further with you okay. guys, but are you are you okay, Team Gun? Oh yeah, uh, we're uh, I'm perched on the stairs. Boobs. Yeah, I'm got, looking at boobs. Got my hand so. out and my gun ready. I'm just like, hey, Rob, this is almost as nerve wracking as talking to a receptionist, isn't it? And I'm like, oh my god, if only you know, <laughs> I was working at a desk right now, that would be worse. Yeah, right? <laughs> Right, I'm just better so, just talking. <laughs> you guys see the uh, trailer like in a lot as you walk up the door anyway. It's, it's definitely isolated. It's private. You can tell the lights are on. You walk inside, it's heat. Wait, lights are on? Yeah, lights are on. But, I mean, okay. there's nobody in it. Nobody's <laughs> home. <laughs> you can pretty much see, like, when you walk in the door, like, you can just look to your left, and you're looking at everything except, like, possibly there's a... A small adjoining room, but everything's kind of an open office, and then there's a smaller adjoining room to the back of the trailer. I love how I gesticulate as I talk to you guys on this, and my family just looks at me as like I have my arm outstretched talking. <laughs> yes. Um, CD Utilities is definitely too busy. Like she walks out, leaves you. You're in the trailer all by yourself. Well. With Dr. Cartwright. Dr. Cartwright. And you also got a trailer full of, uh, truck full of boxes you're going to unload at some point in time. Yeah, is that, uh, is that nearby? Yeah, it's, it's, you can access it through the parking lot. You guys don't need no. to walk through the main building to get to the truck. Okay, uh. Now that we know our, the, 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 where we're going, I, I vote to at least bring the stuff in. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not have, necessarily. We, have we gone into the trailer yet? Yeah, you're in the trailer. You just tell me what you want to do. Do you want to? Okay. Uh, like, I, I just kind of want to take a quick glance around to make sure that there's no, like, immediate. No sex like, bat. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, like, really obvious is blaring in the, uh, just the, uh, at a glancing view uh, in there's the building a, real quick. You see a, it's not a fancy desk, got it's a utility plant, but you, you see a rather Spartan desk and a, a dual monitor kind of set up on the desk. The monitor, the back of the monitors are facing you. The okay. desk doesn't like consume the entire width of the trailer. <laughs> there's like a walkway. There's a few chairs out in front of it, and like I said, there's a, a back room which could be, you know, bathroom, kitchen, whatever. Okay. Um, I want to walk back and just peek in the back room to make sure no one's here in the trailer. You see like a small hot plate. Okay. Mini fridge, and that's it. Okay. Nobody there. Uh, I think, Dr. Cartwright, if you want to help me, uh, we can start unloading the truck, and then we can get to work after that. Uh, yeah, that, that sounds good. Um, okay. 
Okay. Uh, one little thing, but I think it can wait if we want to get back to Team Gun. Team Gun. Let's go bounce over to Team Gun. We'll just unload the truck. So you're unloading the contents while we go to Team Gun? All right. So, you heard the door shut. Guns in hand. Like, you don't see anybody readily appearing before you, but like, what do you do? All right. Um, I've... I look over Rob and just like, well, let's try the olive branch just, I guess, one more time in case we can garner anything out of it. Uh, I'm just going to yell. Uh, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Mills, this is a federal agents. We're coming up the stairs. I'm definitely not going to pretend I'm female. God, I hope he doesn't notice. You hear well, judging by what you've I seen. I chuckle to myself. Point. Yeah, yeah it, you don't think it matters. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you hear some shuffling, but nobody rarely appears. I guess you said you were going to cautiously approach the steps. Mm-hmm. All right, so you see, um, you see two. You see like a long hallway. Well, not long hallway. It's a small house anyway. But you see. A small hallway, and there's a room on the right-hand side, and you see a room on the left-hand side. And you you can kind of see both handles are covered in something red, mm-hmm. bloodish. Mm-hmm. Do we, um, can I roll um, either an alert or, I guess it's not a perception, alert check to see if um, you can tell which side the sounds might be coming from? Well, what you gather is like you you get the impression that somebody shut a door that like they like maybe they were walking from one room to the next right but like other than going up to them and stuff like that like like you know if you want to like I'd let you do that if you want to press your ear up against the door and listen or something like yeah that. um I'm gonna try to make as little noise as possible and I like motion to Rockshaw and I point to the door on the left and I like point to my ear. I'm going to try to try to listen. Okay. okay. So um, yeah, row alertness. If you're going to, we'll say, I tell you what, to make it down the hallway. Well, your, your presence has already been known. I'm not going to ask you to do, right. do as, so just give me an alertness check. See if you pick up anything, both okay. of you. I don't hear anything from the left. I make it. You, what you, you hear, okay, here's what you hear. You hear nothing from the left-hand side. Like, there's no sound coming from that room. But the right-hand side, you hear maybe a small speaker, you know, TV, laptop, something like that. You can hear something that's obviously, you know, some form of media. And yeah, and you can. <laughs> the sounds I don't want to really make the sounds, but you get the impression like you you can hear pornography. Oh, <laughs> pornography in this big sex hole. Yeah, porn to, porn to the right, sounds to the left. Uh, uh slimy sloshy noises. Uh, okay. Um, well, since the there's two st- doors, the, do you? The smell seems to be really permeating, uh, permeating from the left hand side. Door. The quiet door. Noise is on. Okay, so quiet door smell. Left left doors just smell. Right doors sound. Right. Yeah. Okay. Do you 
Do you want to take one of us? Take you want left or right? Fuck it. I mean, we're gonna be we're gonna have to see both. So, ugh. Let's let's try to go ahead and subdue the subject, and then we can investigate what's in the left. So I go with I would say right. All right. Um, I'm just worried the smell is him, but okay. Uh, so I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, you're the DEA agent. I'm just, you know, I'm used to reading reports and doing military intelligence. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go left. Uh, if you just want to okay. cover me. Yeah, I take a moment and put my shirt up over my nose. So left is quiet, right is smell. I mean, like, I'm yeah. sorry, left is quiet with smell, right is sound. So you're going left? Yeah, yeah I'm, Correct. I'm doing left. Okay. Let me flip around here. Oh, my God. So you open the room, and one of the things, like, not only is it, It reminds you, like, so your character, um, Alberto, he, did he grow up in a rural setting? Yeah, he grew up just outside of an Indian reservation, being a Native American. You can remember, like, you can remember back in your childhood, one of your grandfather's brother, who's since then passed away, but you can remember on, on, like he had a few cattle in a barn and you know just a little plot just farming making making ends meet and you can remember when there was a calf that got lost in the winter time and you never could find it It, but you you all never looked in the right spot what it was is apparently the calf had made it out of the like your uncle had left the door open to the barn and he had went into, like, went into the barn, and then he went into the tack room, which you know, that's where like horse yes. and stuff like that is. But the tack room, it was the door only pushes in, and then it's spring loaded and it closes out, and you guys never could find the cow. And it wasn't until the spring when you started noticing that scent, mm-hmm. and where, and then. You know, you remember seeing your uncle push that door open and then him immediately leaning over and throwing up as that scent of decayed where that poor calf had made it in that room and starved to death and then as, you know, decayed. That's what it reminds you of when you walk in that, just that smell with the heat wafting. But at the same time, you kind of also, you're registering that you feel a cold draft as well. Like, so you, there's this heat, there's this smell, but you can kind of, like, coming down, there's this code, kind of, like, there's a window open or something like that. It's a it's a small bedroom, and later, you can kind of stop, you know, after everything is said and done, you can kind of figure out that this was a woman's room, but you really mm. can't see nothing, because... There's a mass at the foot of the bed. There's, you know, bed, dresser, closet, stuff like that, a couple windows. There's just this mat, like, there's this shape at the foot of the bed. And then it's just like, there's blood. There's blood that goes onto the bed. There's blood that's just pulling up, like, it's congealed and cold now and dried out, but like, just around the body. And then it looks like, like, 
there's blood around like the entire parameter of the walls and up and up to like this big gaping hole that looks like it's going into like a half addict and then you can literally see sunlight coming through it. It's like somebody rolled in a, a pile of blood, like a big bunch of blood, and just, just ran up against the wall repeatedly. You see like hand marks maybe on the wall in places, but it just looks like somebody rode around in this woman's insides. And then just started slamming into the wall and eventually ripped her way through the ceiling. Um, do you have forensics, any of you guys? Um, yeah, Mr. President. Do I have to do a sanity check for this big mass, mass, Let's just give it, mass, mass? Me, yes. uh, I have 30. <laughs> you guys are good. I'm going to ask, uh, what do, like, Rob, will you do a D3? Sure. And Corey, with your forensics, you could do a D six. Yeah. No one too I got much. A one. Okay, just knock that off. I get a four. Okay, are you not at a breaking point yet, are you? No, I just lost eleven. My breaking point's forty four. I'm at fifty two. What'd you start at? Uh fifty five. Okay. Just let me know when you get to your breaking point. Yep. So, inch in there. It's kind of detached. So we'll go. We'll go with you in a minute, Rob. But like, okay. so it's the best way I can describe it is you. I don't know if you've ever had to do anything bad, not like illegal or anything like that, but you had to do some really unpleasant work. And it, on a certain aspect, you can, like, you're performing the function in a clinical means, but, like, your mind is detached at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you see yeah. it, you know what you're seeing, but at the same time, like, part of you's in your happy spot. So, you see this, the scene, it's, you see this woman's wounds. Like, so you walk to the foot of the bed and you look down and there's this crumpled shape of a, looks like, you know, we're just going to say old at this point in time because between the blood and the decomposition and everything else, you really, it's kind of hard to say. You see lacerations on this person's body. Like, Miss, like Mrs. Mills is splayed out and like her chest and stomach cavity, like it's just like something had ripped its way out if you know what I mean like the ribs are broken but they're not broken in they're broken out like you see something crawled its way out of her yeah um the you see like you notice like an egg like hardening of her dermis like Mm. like you see you know like so her body was getting hard, I guess you say, highly, like, you're not a forensics guy, like, you don't do the, the, the stuff in the lab, but at the same time, you know, bodies don't typically do that. It's almost like this woman yeah. was, like, completely, like, her extremities are, like, it's, like, what's the word for, like, when you've had the blood taken out, exsanguated? Desiccated? Or, yeah, it's, it's desiccated. It's like, 
like her extremities, everything is shriveled. Like you see more damage in the extremities and less so as it goes like toward the torso chest region. Um, why don't you do me a favor too, both of you? Like we haven't utilized this yet and I want you to, mm-hmm. uh, are you, either of you hardened to anything? No. Why don't you go ahead and put a, no- a notch in violence? Mm-hmm. Both of you. So that should be probably your first notch in violence. Is that correct? Yeah. Did I lose that D6? I rolled the Did you, insanity. I thought, you, I thought you rolled a four. I rolled a six. I didn't know if that was a... I rolled a four. I didn't know if I was rolling it for forensics or for sanity. Sorry. i tell you what. Since I was unclear and stuff like that, I say just go mm-hmm. ahead. We'll just... Maybe I was being a, t- a tad bit too gung-ho on it anyway. Just knock off three. We'll call it even. And stuff okay, like cool. that. I don't want to sl- completely, you know... Speed run you to the end, like the yeah, 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 campaign. Yeah. Nice three. I've been accused of being an ICM. I will go ahead and mention that as well. <laughs> where's the where's violence? I'm sorry, I'm not violence that. should be at the top under like the traditional stats. Like we've got the generic like strength, dexterity, stuff like that. I think it's right around bonds and all that. Like you'll see yeah, adaptive violence and adaptive helplessness. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Basically, oh, sorry. we can't. Nick's like waving, pointing, like no, he's like literally telling me exactly where it's at, and I'm like, I don't see it anywhere. Mechanically, yeah. what this is going to do, Tony, is eventually you're going to see another thing, and you're going to see another thing. Like eventually, you become so jaded and scarred <laughs> that if you were adapted to violence and walked into this room, you wouldn't have to make a sanity check. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah, because we're just like, fuck this. Yeah. This is, we've now seen shit. This is shit. Yeah. I had this uncle and he had this cow and like I, I ran computers on the ops of the cartel and I saw the murder houses, but I was never in the murder houses. Like I saw the murder houses, but I never smelt the murder houses. And I keep thinking about the cow. And there's this lady and she's an egg lady. You you following this? Um. Yeah. I mean, I was in combat, but. I didn't have to deal with anything like this. Bullet what wings, can do this? Why whatever, would something do this? I mean, ex- exsanguinated bodies just do you, don't happen. Do you have, uh, any of you guys have biology? Or anything like mm, that? Let's see. Um, I'd even go as far as accepting first aid or... I have first aid and... I got first aid at base. Uh, I have first aid of 30. Uh, SIG and... Signal intelligence, uh, human intelligence. It doesn't quite look human. Um, they don't look like human handprints on the wall. Like I said, there's like a couple of like paw prints you see on the wall and stuff like that. And they're, while they're mm-hmm. humanoid, they're more like stocky. So okay. primate-ish, maybe? So, okay. uh, Skip's and, mom had a case of the sex bats. <laughs> and quick, real quick, give me an alertness check. Okay. Both of you. Oh yeah. Uh, we yep, should have went with the right. Uh, eighty-one. And you, <laughs> uh, you threw I, a fable. I, I made fun. And as we as we transition scenes, Rob, you notice it. You you hear the door behind you open slowly, and was cut scene. So, Team Trailer Park, how we doing? <laughs> we keep getting renamed. Our name just took a hit. 
Yeah, I was gonna say we went from non-gun to brain to trailer park. Thing I'm doing. It's a slippery slope. It's Delta Green, baby. <laughs> I'm sitting beside my laundry room, and so every time you say the door creaks slowly, I slowly open it, and Nick's like whirls around, and I'm like, <laughs> every single time. In fact, it also doesn't help that there are cats crawling around me, and like I'll occasionally have one brush against my back when I don't expect it. Like, even though I'm in a chair, which makes it worse, like, it pokes its head through the, like, wood on the back of the chair. <laughs> Morehead, Morehead's just riddled with sex pets anymore. <laughs> and to be fair, when he says cats crawling all around him, it's not, like, 45 cats. No, like, it's not. And I'm, you know, locked away in a trailer with cats, but um, there, there's really only two that are wandering around him. Yes. They just happen to give me extra attention. <laughs> Than, more so than my cat does. So, yeah. it, it's because you're um, a professor of history. Yes, your cats are big fans of history professors, especially <laughs> occult history professors. Yeah, they like the occult. Okay, so. continuing on, Team Trailer Park. All right, have we got everything uh, hauled into the uh, into the trailer yeah. in yeah. said park? We've got the stuff in in the meantime. Yeah, you, um, you were ferried it to. You noticed that as some as, toward the end of it, the uh, officer that was discussing something with the utility man uh, kind of glanced your way and kind of you know cocked his head like a confused dog as you guys kept making numerous trips with stuff. But all both inside the uh, trailer. Okay. Uh, so. There's a computer, uh, there's a uh, computer desk kind of thing, and yes. like I said, little kitchen area. Yeah, so, uh, Doctor Cartwright, uh, uh, what I think would be the best use of our skills is if you want to go over to the computer and see if you can figure out a way to watch this footage. Maybe like see if there's anything. I mean, we know this is our contact. See if he's got anything on his computer. Uh, and maybe see if you can check the video footage that we took while I sort of start cataloging uh, what we t- took from the uh, 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 green box. Yeah, that that had been the exact plan that I was going to suggest. Okay. Yes. So, uh, so we're in agreement. All right. So we'll just say that unless you call for for hold on, I wrote it down and I refuse not to say your full name every time since you told me. Uh, yes. Professor Theodore Banning. So unless you yes. request him for anything, like this is your, this is going to be your show. But I mean, just okay, you can yell for him. So Carl, yeah, I'll, I, you know, I, I say I figure we're in like just on the opposite sides of the same room. Is my guess is okay. So Cartwright, all right, Peter seems like it's logged in. Windows seven. <laughs> all right, the shitty one. <laughs> but uh, now, uh-huh. like, is there any like you tell me? I'm not like, what would you? What do you want to do? Off well, if it's uh, if it's already if it's already logged in and good to go, the first thing I want to do is just kind of give a just open up the open up the like Windows Explorer and just kind of look through my documents and give just a quick cursory glance to see if there's anything that perhaps <laughs> if, if Skip assumed he was the only person looking at the computer, he might not bother to hide. Just do a quick glance before digging into anything. Uh, well, the computer's logged in. Uh, you see on the desktop, you see a program that you assume, I 
has like some relevance. It's like it's, it says Power Grid, and it's got like an icon of like a, a transformer on like a you know power line kind of deal. You see that program. Like, of course, there's still he's running Windows Edge. <laughs> you see Edge on there. You don't see Chrome or Firefox or anything like that. So going through son of a bitch, going through Explorer, <laughs> hitting the big real ones. horror. You see documents in, um, well, you you see, you also notice there's like the Outlook and all that on the computer, but you go through it, you see my documents, it's just, um, nothing really is like jumping out to you. You see like my videos, it's empty, my pictures, there's just, it looks like nothing. Like it's just got the default, like, landscape crap that comes when you install windows on a computer you know what i mean like a frog yeah. and junk like that you don't see okay. anything specific there um anything else um that's it for the for the, that, that's it as far as like a basic chicks concerned i I do have a 20 in computer science but I think that that would be a lot of wasting time and well, I don't want to Brick anything, so um, let's. Uh, we we know we might have something with the security footage, so let's go with something that we know that we know we might have, or rather, have a better chance of getting something useful out of. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Oh. Give me one second. I got to switch. Things. Yeah. Does yeah, time just, when you guys play a game when someone's doing something like looking something up? Do they go like do 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 do? Yeah. So which heart? I guess yeah. you're gonna go for the the closed circuit television stuff. Oh uh, so, yeah, hang on just a, just a second before you you say it. I'm gonna step in in real life. I'm gonna step out for just a minute and refill my water bottle. Oh, that's fine. I'll be I'll be right back. So am I boring anybody to death with this? I'm trying to go as quick as I can. But. No, oh, no, it's, it's fine. fine. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, uh, just it's it's Delta Green, so just be. It's every Delta Green game I've ever played in. It's everything's top heavy. In the front. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's front yeah. loaded. Nature the beast. Yeah. I like games that aren't all just you go into this room, you hack and kill. You get the loot. You go to the next yeah. one. You hack and kill. You get the loot. Like that gets you old. Gotta be, so. Yeah, you got to be really proactive to get. Because uh, some scenarios are just you know like you're an office building or whatever, but they're, you do want to be proactive with a lot of your uh, searching and looking and awareness and such. Yeah, this. But also uh, at the same time you don't because there might be like crazy books around or like a big yeah. cornhole. <laughs> one of these days, if you want. Um, I actually, you probably know him. You, you know Logan Little, don't you? I mean, Logan. Yes. Yeah. He, actually, yeah. Ben would know him too, I believe. I, yeah, I know. I, He's for, been wanting for, me to run red markets for him. Like he, uh, I told him about it. We met at Pasquale's, and, not Pasquale, excuse me, but uh, what's the pizza place in Mountstrom where they sell beer? Not Pasquale's. Giovanni's. Giovanni's. Yeah, we met down. I'm big buddies with Josh, you know Spencer and all that. But we met up down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was was telling him about it, and he's wanting to run Red Market. So if you want to try, it's 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 unique. It's got a little bit of this in it, but it's also more dicey. I won't touch the dice. You guys roll everything. Mm -hmm. I just mediate. But anyway, 
back to it. So, do you have? You said you had computer science. Uh, yeah, of uh, twenty. Okay, so you're able to pop open the back of the, you know, pop the case open and grab an extra SATA cable, and all. You plug in the hard drive from the surveillance, and for you know, fortunately, like the software that they got, you were able to tone out where the program was saving it. So you you know, you browse around, you find the right folder, and then you just got timestamps. Like that's all you got. You got timestamps. And apparently they're all motion active, so that's how like all the cameras are being coordinated. And mm-hmm. then like there's differentiating numbers, but is you have a date, you have a time when it all went off, so you're glancing through it. Uh, you see the nights, uh, the footage that you pull up that corresponds with two one one seven, I think's the name of that. Uh, I can't remember the number. A two two four, excuse me, green box two two four zero one seven one. I'm rattling the video recordings of the night of the storm. So you see the limb fall. So the motion trips the camera, limb crashes in. Then you don't see by movement stops. So the camera stops. And then the next time the camera kicks on, it's daytime. So, and you see a hooded figure. Entering, um, entering the green box, um, you see him kind of stay inside, like he goes in the, into the part that wasn't collapsed. Camera shuts off, kicks on again, 30 minutes have passed. You see him stagger outside of the green box on his hands and knees, throw up. And he stays there, like, kind of leaned over on the ground for ten minutes. And, dude, you can still see the snow and ice falling. And he's just sitting there with bare hands, this hooded figure in the snow. And then he stands up, or he or she stands up, and staggers out of frame. Like they're drunk. And as, as you go through, that's nothing else. Apparently, the route that he took, you don't really see it. You, you look around, and if you see movement, it's like a limb or something like that. You get a lot of false positives with the other cameras. You're not getting – you don't see him anywhere else, if that makes sense. But Yeah, he's, he's gone out out of, the, out of the view of any of the cameras, gotcha. Yeah. Any um, other? You want to check any of the other hard drives? Uh, so you the receptionist other, and office worker. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, let's start, since this is a... Since we're worried about Skip, let's check his actual hard drive. His, his, oh, his, oh, so uh, you're, you're going to forego the other no, two? Sorry, sorry. Um... We've already looked at Skip. Um, uh, you, you just looked at my documents and stuff like that. You were specific. If you want to say with your SIG in at 20, I'll tell you this. You open the browser on Edge, and it goes to Bing. <laughs> but when you start going through the favorites, and not favorites, you look at the favorites, yeah. And you, know, you see, like, 
you know, Pinterest, Facebook, blah, 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 Pornhub, RedTube, JizzHub, blah, 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 blah. You just start seeing like a steady stream of just pornographic favorites. You start going through the history and you like nothing, you know, like he hasn't been there for three days. So you look three days ago and it just seems like as you go through his history of that day, all that man did that entire day was porn. Just porn, 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 porn. Um, you look around the desk. Um, mm. You see some stains that you're really not comfortable with. We'll just put it that way. I'm, I'm a doctor. I know. I, I suspect what those are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I've really... Biology role. Yeah. <laughs> I reach out and get a black light. <laughs> it looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Anything else before we um, cut back? Uh, no, we know the security footage just shows that it's running away and it's just more porn in the office, which... Yeah. Which, in character, I don't know that his house is a porn den, so yeah. I imagine that Dr. Caleb Cartwright is like, oh my god, what's up with all this porn? <laughs> but, yeah, that that alone is not, like, mind-breaking. So yeah. let's, uh, let's check in on Team Gunn, whose name has been consistent and cool the entire time. <laughs> Team Gunn. <laughs> time must be 3.57. <laughs> oh, so, Rob, you're the first one to see it. Okay. You see, you see the door opens into the room. You see doors slowly pull open, and you see the most emaciated figure you've ever seen in your entire life. Like, it's, okay. it looks like a man. He looks like he's a... I, you know... Well, no, you don't know, because you haven't been there. But, like, like sunken cheeks, hollow-looking eyes... Uh, clothes is blood on him it's disheveled uh, belt loosely tied but pants unbuttoned and zipper wide open so you know like he had enough sense to put his belt on but not enough to latch his pants and just kind of staring at you slack jawed uh, with you know his mouth kind of open and eyes glaze over going uh and what do you do freeze when, I mean, I've got my gun on him. I'm like, I whirl around, oh, gun God. on him, and I'm like, freeze. Don't make Shh. another fucking move. Am so, I still staring at the blood mess, or do I spin around too? You, when she starts speaking, you turn around to see, and, you know, you see her, like, gun, I assume, mm. pointed down, and then freeze, gun goes up. Not to put actions in your mouth, so to speak. And but, yeah. the second, like, you see his eyes focus on the gun and boy do they really focus and you see like he looks at you for a moment and you see it looks almost apologetic like you know kind of like sorry and like and then he kind of shivers and you see him open his mouth and I'm I'm gonna fire <laughs> I'm aiming. I'm aiming for the head. Right. I'm military. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna ask you. I mean, one, you could go ahead. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So I want a college like so. You're 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 giving me something called a college shot. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do, like the way this works, and you know you can change this around. If you're going straight for the head, mm-hmm. you're gonna face a penalty, so to speak. So okay. like, what's your firearm set? Um, forty. Forty. I will say with you being damn near point blank range, though. With you being mm-hmm. damn near point blank blank range instead of the typical 20 like modifier negative 20 modifier mm-hmm. i'll give you a negative 10 so okay. if you're going straight for the kill shot headshot um you can go ahead and just roll that just like you get your threshold's now 30 you gotta be under okay <laughs> 27 <laughs> Jesus. He could have been like confessing or just like, hey guys, I'm glad glad the cops are here. All right. All right. So so that's the sidearm. I'm trying to remember. God, I'm so sorry. I forgot to bring up weapon damage and stuff like that. I think it's a D10, but I can't remember what. I think so too because it's a nine. I think that's like basic. You can edit the shit out of this later. I can bring up the. I'm not gonna like, dude. Like, trust me. As professionals, we are like it. Like, I will. I'll look up handgun damage real quick. Oh wait, here we go. Here we go. I got it. Um, pistol is one d eight, one d ten, or one d twelve, depending on gauge. I'm guessing. Yeah. You're doing nine forty. I think nine or forty is like. I say d ten. I think. I think that's what okay. the four ten. If I'm off, I'm off by two points. So yeah, just throw the d. Yeah, it's fun. All right, I'm gonna roll it. Fuck me, two. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> I but, shoot him with my BB gun. I'll be honest. I mean, you, you still shoot him in the head. Yeah. So <laughs> you're still shooting a man in the in the goddamn face. Yeah, but it it might it probably hit his ear or something stupid. Called shot ignores cover. Blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out how to do damage. For that I'm, I've never had to do that on a call shot. To be honest with you, <laughs> every time I roll Delta, play Delta Green, it's like ah. So, sorry, I was a sniper in my in my other game, and no, uh, don't, don't, don't apologize. Yeah. It's like you're role playing. <laughs> no, it, this is this is totally fine. Like so, she shoots first always. Okay. No, well, not always, but when she's just seen an emaciated <laughs> fucking. Porn egg pole. Egg woman. <laughs> yeah. Egg woman and covered in blood and all manner of liquid. <clears throat> I'll say, t- tell you what, we'll, we'll go with this. We'll go with this because I'm, I'm going to have to make a clint. I've learned this as I do, so if you guys ever run to, like, here's my advice on these things. Like, typically when you do called shots, I probably should have done this regular shot and all that. It usually ignores armor or, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that or cover. But with the, with the particular you going for the kill shot on that, I'm gonna say you're gonna do double damage on that. Okay. Make it fair. So you said two. Yeah. So four, like boom. So you didn't quite catch like so he opens his mouth and the second he does, you just bring it up and boom, and you you clip the corner of his like you know I'd say right above like the left eyebrow and stuff like that, like so like you shoot him in the head and like. He drops like a sack of potatoes and all, but, and here's, you'll see this for a long, long time in your sleep. 
Okay. Right, so, boom, falls backwards. But you see something raise up out of his mouth. Like, so, if it wasn't for you firing a shot inside the house, you could probably hear it. But you see his jaw open full, like he opens his mouth full. And then you see kind of a jerk, like something snapping or flying out of place or something like that. And you see almost like predator, not predator, but alien-ish, like this, like a foot-long kind of thing pop out of his mouth, and it's just wriggling about, not leaving his mouth. So I'm gonna need that Sandro, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, for myself and for my character. The, the Corey, are you looking? Is is uh, I, I imagine I'm. Uh, yeah, she just shot a man, so uh, I would say I'm looking at her, worked. and then back at the man. Yeah, everybody's looking at. At the, right. uh, Give me a D3. The sex larva. Sex larva. I'm not D3. Mom. Uh, yeah, I hit I hit three. I rolled a one. Okay. You're still I'm getting close to that breaking point. Yeah, I'm I must be blocking his view a little bit because fuck that. I see yeah, it. Nope. Full full forging on the head. So you see this it's, this spiny, phallic, simple-ish kind of thing just come out of uh-huh. his mouth and it's just squirming about. What do you guys do? Uh, I'm going to shoot it. Okay. <laughs> Row a <laughs> firearm. I also am going to pull my trigger. <laughs> Are you behind her? Yeah. Like, I'm going to... Don't crit. <laughs> Don't crit fail. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. It's okay. It. It's okay. Uh I gotta roll firearms first, I'll right, and then roll damage. Yeah. Yep. I definitely make it. Okay. I roll eighty-five Not out okay. of seventy, so I miss. But you didn't roll an eighty-eight or ninety-nine, so mm-hmm. like she shoots it. You see, you see, the goes off qu- her ear. The things <laughs> waggling about, and then boom, you see, like, I guess you say you shot it mid shaft. So to speak, so you see the top part of it kind of just fly off. Yeah. Corey, you pelt the body and like the floor and everything. Boop, 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 boop. You, know, you, know, you just kind of freak out. So yeah. Okay, I rolled a two again. Well, for damage. Okay, it's it's dead. I mean, it disintegrated. Okay. We're going to burn this fucking house down. Yeah. By immediate um, <laughs> So I grab my uh, cell phone, and I'm just going to start taking photos, video, everything. No. No. <laughs> we Our job is contain this and not let this get out. Nobody ever needs to see this or what happened here. We burn this house down. Okay. I put my phone back in kind of begrudgingly because I'm all things keeper of knowledge, but I understand what he's saying, so I'm not going to argue with him on it. I'll just have to... I'll be seeing this for a while in my brain. Oh, God, we got we got one on the roof. Okay, so we'll go ahead and kind of... Re- like So, no evidence, no collecting samples of that thing or anything like that? Like, what? Like I need to know before you all... Torture. I mean, I, I, I feel like we should... We need to at least have something to compare it to. The agent's still in me. Yeah, bullets do work. Or you bullets seem to work. 
you may want to adjust your mic a little bit. I think you're probably oh, sorry. That's fine. Um, I don't want to take any of it with me because I'm afraid it might respawn. I don't want to touch it. I'm just. I have a really good mental image of what's going on. Uh, that's not what we were told to do. I'm not just saying let's just follow orders, but we've got. We killed that and something's got on the roof. So it's out. It is broke quarantine. Whatever oh, that. yeah. I'm saying I'm not taking any pictures or anything. I have a good mental image. I'm ready to kill whatever. Yep. Watch the fucking place and get the fuck um, away. Okay. Should we check the roof just in case? Well, yeah. You can, Nip it in the bud. You can. Yeah, you can try. We'll, we'll say that for the sake of time. Like you go through, um, you you find in a closet like drop ladder kind of thing for like mm-hmm. a little little half attic. You go up there, you you see nothing but like nervously you see nothing but a few bags of like insulation that wasn't used and stuff like that, and then like a big gaping hole. And, you know, there's snow that's blown in and stuff like that. So whatever you kind of draw, whatever came out of that old woman, like ripped his ho- ripped a hole through two levels of the house, I guess you could mm. say, and is loose. So, and it, like I said, like one last thing, are you getting the samples or just burning? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, should we check his... Yeah, sorry. Should we check his? Should we make sure that was Skip and not just some dude? <laughs> that's, I mean, uh, that's also you just gun. Okay, I'm not going to get on you for gunning down whatever the fuck that was because fuck that. But uh, yeah, let's make sure. Let's, let's let's see what was who that was before it wasn't who it was no yeah. more. Yeah, you you go for it. I uh. I, I I pop a squat and uh, rolling over, not gently because there's no real point to anymore, and, and check them butt pockets real quick. You see a bunch, uh, yeah. So you pull out the wallet. You do see that is Skip Mills. You also see his uh, work back like ID for work is in his wallet as well, but no cash. You see no money couple credit cards that's it all right um let's see i want to take the work badge just in case we need to uh because there's we we gotta contain whatever this uh, we we need to take we need to burn the house down there's no other there's no real way about it we can say that you know power lines fell with a cold uh and uh, i assume the room he was in on the right is just has just porn it's just more porn yeah well, yeah, okay. you, as you you look at it, there's it's kind of like he ran out almost, but you can see that he has a small laptop in there, and it's even as like after the gunfire and the ringing, I accidentally shot a gun off in the house one time by accident. That's why they call them accidents. <laughs> like after the ringing stops, you can kind of hear the porn sounds. We'll call it that. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna do a quick shirt to make sure there's no like more like, you know, worm bat sex, dick bats in the okay. uh, house or like anything pertaining to that. You if search? I can dig through the porn, I think. Search. Yeah, I have search of uh, seventy. Okay. Right. Let me roll that. I'll rule eleven, so I make it. Awesome. Yeah, you. 
That's a critical. You do. That's he has a critical success. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, you like it's squeaky clean. You you see, you can go out into. There's the nothing clean about this. No. No, <laughs> nothing. But you, you see no signs of anything else. Like again, like the main thing is like the smell and. You even when you walk by a thermostat, you see that despite the fact of it there being a hole in the ceiling and all that, it's still like a crisp ninety degrees with this the the heater running full blast. Like so, well, it likes heat. Yeah, well, that's what I can assume. And you see, he has like a you see a, a Jeep Wrangler in the uh, garage. That's like apparently his work truck or not work truck, but his personal vehicle. You also see a a like. Chevy Malibu in the two-car garage as well. But right. Nice. Um, what's left of his mom, I'm going to put a round in her head, so if they do manage to pull out uh, the what's left of the corpses, uh, it looks like uh, cold case, murder, homicide, looters, because we're going to need that car if we're going to contain whatever this is. We're going to steal that Jeep. All right, so why don't you give me both of you, like, I would take definitely criminality, but if you're wanting to, like, try to do the best thing, like, how are you going to burn the house down? Are you going to try to, like, like what's mm. going to be, do you want to make it look like a criminal did it? Is that what you're kind of going for? Yeah, so, like, that's what, I mean, yeah. that's my suggestion. It's, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Robert's degree. All right, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we want this we to have be any, covered up. Yeah, just real criminality then. All right. If you want to handle this, I roll a nineteen, and my criminality is fifty, so I make it. Okay, yeah, it's like unfortunately you've seen a lot of this. Yeah. So you dig around, you kind of bash a few things up, even go back and kick make it look like you kicked in the door and stuff like that, like force entry kind of stuff like that. You don't know how the hell they're going to explain it if they figure out the whole porn thing, but you're thinking that fire that you're about ready to set is going to remove it's a lot that of paper. Head. Yeah. So, and I guess, are you going to go ahead and leave or like just leave on foot or are you going to, mm. I'm trying to steal this Jeep, right? Should we steal the Jeep? Uh, I mean, it's cold. I think we could explain. Yeah, we're not going to really make. Do me, do me. This is this is our catch-all for Delta Green. Keep this in All mind. Right. Like, I'm glad you're doing this. <laughs> no, no, that's a good one. But no, I want you to give me. I want you to give me an int. Uh, your int times five score. So, what is your intelligence on your characters? I'm fifty. You're fifty, and what is yours for, for Rob, Tony? Uh, uh intelligence times five. Yeah, so it, it should be factored out as probably. It's a second right. column. Oh, hang on. I didn't do that. <laughs> Just a second. What's, what's the intelligence score? I'm pretty quick. Uh, so 17 times 5, 85. Yeah, it's 85. So just try to row under that and see what you guys got. 67. Oh, I dropped my dice. If you're driving back to the man's workplace, it's best not to drive his vehicle. Oh, okay. well, no. <laughs> Whoops. Just say it. Just say yeah. it. So, 
Okay. I rolled 66, so she got it. So, yeah, you know, she got it. Yeah, so. Yeah, Cory had a critical failure. Yep, and just like, uh. It was a critical failure before I rolled, but, uh. So, we'll say that you're going to be in communication with Team Trailer Park Boys. And I tell you what, let's finish that Team Trailer Park Boys. And then, like, we're going on. Keeps getting worse and worse. Three hours. Hey, I like the Trailer Park Boys, but we're. We'll probably go ahead in the session, and then we'll try to make make time, sit, like figure it up because you know I think we can finish. We'll definitely finish it in one more. All right, okay. so team trailer park. Let me go back. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys, uh, just gotta find my page. So you've already went through the local, the, like the PC, um, the browser at least. You went through the browser history. Uh, you've noticed that the desk. No, uh, you know he's been looking at porn. Like I said, you also have a. Uh, you also see on on the desktop, uh, like Internet Explorer. Now Internet Explorer, excuse me. You see the Power Grid program, and you also see uh, Outlook. Uh, all right, so. Um, do we do we still have the receptionist's hard drive from the the other place? Uh, yeah, you had the office worker okay. and the receptionist. If you want to check yeah, those, I'm not, um, I'm just I'm not saying I want to do that. I just no, it's fine, man. Just the option, figure your way through it. Uh, I mean. It's Skip that we're worried about, so I would first. I want to check his email first. Okay. What did you say your SIG in is? Um. My. Computer science? Yeah, computer science is a 20. My SIG int is actually zero. I don't have any. I said your computer science, like, you open the program up, it prompts you for a password, you sit there for a few minutes, then. You very gingerly grab the sides of the keyboard and lift it and turn the keyboard over. And you see that uh, there's a password, like a post-it note taped on the bottom of the computer. Uh-huh. It says, uh, like, so you type in the password, which is Ecclesiastes 20. Mm-hmm. And you get access to his email. So... What you see in it, like, uh, let's see. All right, amongst the flood of requests and reports, like, you see definitely, like, a backlog of stuff he hasn't looked at in the past three days and all that. But as you keep going down, you can see where he sends out a hastily typed memo with a number of addresses where lines were down. So he hits everybody on the distribution list of the, um, you know, his email server, whatever, for work, what's down. And then hastily, you see just a, a minute later, like it even on timestamp, it's like a minute later, a second memo urging everybody to ignore a certain address that was falsely reported. You I, you realize that that address is for Earl's rent space So he goes out, like he gets to, like, you know, he's going through everything that's down, and then he realizes, oops, they're not supposed to be there. 
so he sends out an email and tells hmm. all the empo- all the other employees to disregard that address. Well, then. So, That's... any of you guys got criminology? Or SIGINT? Um, I don't I have do. either. I, I've got a thirty. Are you just criminology. cataloging this whole time? Yeah, I'm, I'm over here cataloging. Apparently, okay. I, I have a thirty for criminology. So, long as I'm at the computer. With 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 your criminology at thirty, you actually look over to the side of the desk and you see the phone, and you hit star sixty nine to see what the last <laughs> number was. that skip, you know, dialed out on the phone, and you uh, you get a. Um, uh, a man who picks up the phone and says, hello, um, this is uh, Erotic Boutique. I'm sorry, but um, like I'm here at the – like I'm not even at the office right now. Like I'm having my phone redirected here. The shop's completely sold out. Some weirdo went in the other day and just bought all the porn. So, like, is there anything I can help you with? <laughs> not porn-related? Awkward moment. <laughs> Oh, th- thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, well, come back, check in a couple days. I mean, uh, it's, surely there's not that many avid collectors out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, hanging up. Uh, say, say, say. <laughs> okay. So, I'm too weird. We'll say that. Let's go ahead. And how do we? How do you guys want to meet back up, team? Team Gun. Yeah. Uh, so are we be cutting back to us now? Well, I just want to kind of I'm wanting to thread like tie everything off here. So I'm okay, say anybody, we'll say Team Trailer Park unless there's anything in particular you want to look at right now. Like, I've given Am I still all, cataloging? Or you can tell me what you're doing. You can hop up and walk over and look at something. I mean, if there's I, something you I want feel, to do. I feel, like, I feel like I have exhausted what I can do with the computer. So if Nick wants to say something, like, or sorry, if Doctor Banning wants to say something, Theodore Banning. <laughs> No, Professor Theodore Banner. <laughs> Teddy. Let me get your. Let me get all of your names wrong. Um, yes, if, Professor if, Theodore Banning. If Professor Theodore Banning would like to comment, then then he can go for it. But I, uh, yeah, no, uh, I just didn't know if there was anything uh, for me to like be specifically looking through any more items in the uh, cataloging, or if I was just doing that. Well, I can, we had, I mean, we had a ton of stuff. So, I, kind of I mean, anything that parked your interest. I, ge- I gave you, well, you've got the main, out of character, I, I, mm-hmm. you you got the main thing. Like, if you just okay. want flavor text, I can sit there no, and throw a- sanity checks the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, I was, I was going to see if there's anything of specific interest, though. It, it, uh, uh, Things that he has not looked at. Like, there is... The hard, the other hard drives from the office, mm-hmm. and there is the um, power grid program. Okay, oh, well, I, I was thinking about it in the catalog. I, I, I'm very interested in just like w- w- what we have here in the back catalog that I'm going through. <laughs> okay, that's fine. So, uh. So, yeah, I could start telling you stuff if you want, but like I said, just out of character, it's just you're burning you're, you're burning the candle at both ends for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all right. Uh, yeah, no, I'll just just basic cataloging. Just okay. I'm good. All right. So, 
are you guys like team team way of the gun? Are you going to uh, call? Uh, I guess who are you going to call to get back? Well, yeah, I was going to say I, I need to ask uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Cartwright if he's found anything. If he's you know we need to kind of. Okay, so confer on that. Since we are not in a crunch do or die situation, I'll say that you yeah. try the phone multiple times until you actually, you know, get a line. Like so, you establish a call. And um, well, I, I'm sitting right there in the office with. Oh, Cartwright! I thought, you calling, <laughs> I thought you were calling Alberto. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was just making sure. Like I, w- I wanted to know, like just to make sure that I am in the loop. Uh, my character yeah. knows what's what's been found. Uh, we don't have to go through the whole dialogue. I just want to make sure that oh, I was. Yeah, I, I tell you that our, our mystery blood vomit appears to actually have just been blood vomit. We don't really know what the person who wandered into the unit looked like. And that uh, the Mr. Skip uh, had a had a bit of a porn addiction. And then he's all caught up. All right. Then we will call uh, the team gun. I right. do not sound happy over the phone. Nope. Uh, are we using burners here, or or is this our personal phones? We, w- I would assume that you're using. We'll, we'll say you're using burners. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you 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 have right. a, you have a special phone. Both of you, all of you, have a special phone that rings <laughs> for these types of jobs. Yes, and that's that phone. Like you will not be using it after. It's a secure line. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, so he called me. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, looks like our our guy has a bit of a porn addiction. Just thought you guys might want to know that information real quick. Uh, um, but <laughs> well, uh, not to be redundant, we know, and also he's dead. <laughs> Okay, um, what the hell happened there? Uh, Rob shot him, and then, um, some things happened. Uh, we're containing the situation, but, um, Do let's, you- uh, keep, keep your eyes open. Any, any, uh, inappropriate sexual activity that you notice, uh, try to isolate it immediately, because th- th- there's, a it's a vector for some kind of infection. Uh, heat, heat's drawing it. It's some kind of, uh, Rob, you got, what do we call this thing? Um, I'm, I'm going to call it a spiky penis worm. (laughs) And, um, it really likes the heat and it fucking sucks the blood out of people and rips open their, um, rib cage. But it, it didn't seem to be doing that to him exactly. So much as it did to the to the female, but it's kind of speculation at this point. All I know is if you see anyone that seems extremely inappropriately horny, isolate them, don't touch them, and for God's sake, don't let them get close to you. Well, oh, okay. Um, do we need to to meet back up, or should? <laughs> Doctor uh, Carter and I just just sit 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 right here. <laughs> um, I mean, there may have there there might be a small fire happening. <coughs> a fire? Um, maybe. 
maybe. Yes. Theoretically. <laughs> um, we have to. Uh, there's no. Nobody needs to see what we've seen. We're doing our job. We're containing this situation. Uh, I'm saying this as I'm pulling the shell casings up out of the floor of what I can um, from our gunshots, just in case. I'm covering all bases. I'm really nervous. I just saw a, 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 a thing thing. So, uh, um, yeah, we're going to burn this house down. Uh, okay. Uh, well, just uh, you can call me and Dr. Cartwright back if you need us for anything. Uh, I feel like we need to maybe meet up and debrief. But okay. I can't talk about this right now. So, yeah, we just yeah, need to you, get back. Yeah, if you guys want to like contact us when you get back, or like we we can go through everything when you get back. If we can, I'll meet yeah, you. Yeah, I'll show you the way back. So are are okay. you guys gonna hoof it, or are you gonna call the transport? Because you know, with your int at the same time, well, like if you we don't want to see the transport us burning down a house. So yeah, I think so, we should start hoofing it so I, and I then what, yeah. call them. We'll we'll make it this way. Like I'll say as we close it. Close the session up here. If you, I will ask for, let me look at your. Uh, do you have? Uh, I definitely think the army would have like character would have had this. But do we have any outdoor survival of any sort or navigation? Do any of you guys have anything above base? Um, forensics, human law, persuade, pharmacy, firearms, drive, dodge, technology, computer science, bureaucracy, alertness. No. <laughs> Nope. Let's say that if if you like if you want to if you go off on foot it's going to take you like I said it's a couple miles, but then again it's going to be cold. So if we were doing all this, I think what was the last time Sam I gave was about like we'll say all this has happened in the course of an hour, you know, mm-hmm. from yep. when you were dropped off. So I'll say that time wise is it'll be like say three p.m. when you go okay. to to have three p.m. Something like that. If you now, if you do call, you know, if you call someone in to pick you up and stuff like that, and they're going near a subdivision where there's a house on fire, you know, I'm going with your. I'm kind of playing off your ant row that you made last time. That mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of making yourself a um, person of interest. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, we don't want to do that. Uh, we just we can do this. Okay. We can walk. It's good for us. Okay. Yeah, clear my uh, mind anyway. We got a yeah. We uh, between the two of us, I think are just do me do, do me one last row then. Like uh, okay. I'd like a con times. Uh, let's see what's your. I'm looking for con on here. It's willpower. I think. I think it's willpower. Uh, no constitution. Yeah, give me a constitution. constitution. Yeah, give me a constitution. Okay. I roll sixty-seven. I'm sixty-five, so I miss. All right, give me a D three. And I want you to take that off of your um, willpower, your freezing, right. your code. Um, I'm 65. Our oldest 60. Okay, so <clears throat> just give me a D3 from your con. I mean, your willpower. So this. Uh, so, I made. I mean, I made my roll. Oh, you did. So no, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Like, okay. So yeah, Corey. It's that alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I roll. I roll a four. Pass the flask around as the house blows up, Michael Bay style. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, I guess with that note, we'll we'll pick back up soon and do our second session. So, uh, cool. I guess I'll go ahead and 
thank, thanks, guys. Uh, any questions, comments, or suggestions? Anything that I could, uh, you know, that I am at liberty to answer? Any <laughs> comments? Yeah, you know, uh, you really can't ask me too much, but <laughs> yeah, about the yeah. actual scenario. Yeah. Uh, can I keep one of the paintings? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing I can do? <laughs> hey, uh, Nick, why don't you real quick, since we're doing this, why don't you, I know you haven't rolled dice in a while. Why don't you yeah. go ahead, why don't you give me that intro? You just kind of hung out. Just give me that intro. An intro? Okay. Yeah, just give me that intro. Okay, I got 32. My int is 85. So I figure out that's a stupid idea. You don't want to become the next job, do you? I've already been the job. No, uh, like you are, like they're going to be coming after you, or were that that how you got brought into Delta Green? You were the job, a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's how I got brought in. Was I was the job? Oh, okay. Well, you, you, you're not quite in good graces with mom and dad. So yeah, awesome. okay. Uh, other than that, I'll leave the painting alone then. Okay, well, for now. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and stop the recording. Uh, talk to you guys Ooh. next time.